What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 94, here with a full uh, four co- hosts together. I'm like, dude, th- when's the last time this happened? We got the professor back. Joel's back from his uh, shenanigans over at PsychoFest. We'll hear about that later on. <clears throat> what up, y'all? I'm what Anthony. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you guys, I'm Anthony. Uh, <laughs> Hello. To- and tonight we're joined by a very special guest, another Casey, two weeks in a row, got two Casey's on. Oh, yeah, doubling up. <clears throat> What's, sorry. What's going on tonight, though, is even crazier because we got two odious Casey's, dude. Mm-hmm. We got Casey <laughs> Brand from the Odious Construct and the Ritual Aura and Casey and, from Odious yeah, Mortem. Announce all me. Around. Yes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell right. yeah. What's going on, Casey? Brand. I'll call you KCB. I'll try okay. and call you KCB. <laughs> what up, player? I think he's muted. Can you hear us? Oh, it's muted. How about okay. now? I oh, there you go. All right. I'm good. How you guys doing? Good, brother. Good, Thanks for coming on, dude. Hell yeah. Glad to have you. Um, let's do the quick uh plug section here. Battleforgecoffee.com. Get your fix. Caffeine. Homies and deeds of flesh. Love them to death. They're killing it. Support the underground. Um, we don't have any merch for you guys still, but that's not Cali- true. Oh shit! Oh shit! We have two. We have two shirts left. At the the <laughs> store is down. I've been telling. We, have, we got one XL left and one small left. All right. So Just hit me up. Hit me up. For the XL the and XL small, or the dude. small. I'll, yeah. I'll take the XL, dude. Oh Boom. yeah, dude. There well, it is. Was that top bagging? I think that counts, doesn't it? I don't know why I'm bagging. All right, now. All right, now. I'm just kidding. Maybe later. All right. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, 20 uh, bucks. Okay, so we the, <laughs> just hit up the professor. If you uh, find well, him on the socials, he'll well, set you up. Once the Venmo payment goes through, just let me know. But <laughs> Appreciate it. Live bagging. Oh, and yeah. uh, what else? Oh, we we don't have the tour to plug anymore, dude. I was gonna say there's a third thing, but it's not the shredding. The virus tour's over. Done. Let's go into. Let's go. The into virus, it a was bit. Shred. virus was shredded. Virus was shredded. Yeah, dude. Super shredded <laughs> and spreaded. So, tell us about your guys' like. I don't know. What's your favorite shows and pluses and minuses and all that fun stuff with either one of you? Dude, I thought Cupertino was sick. I think Cupertino, was probably, Cupertino and. Um, what was the one in LA? Long Beach. Long Beach. Yeah. Yeah. That one was probably my second favorite. Wasn't there a sold out one somewhere in like Denver or something? I don't know if it was sold out. Or was that fake? I think it might have been fake. <laughs> um what I heard, I actually saw a screenshot with the promoter. Apparently all his events on his online page said sold out, so they were like we we oh, saw shit. that information and then uh promoted it as such, but he told us behind the scenes it wasn't sold out, but he did sell a lot of tickets, and there were a lot of people there. It was a very small venue, but I do want to shout it out. Trailside Saloon it had great sound. It yeah. was just a good venue, great outside area. And uh, so if you're tech death, you should play the Trailside and get in touch with. I don't remember who the promoter was, but I can find Zach, out. Zach Beecroft. We've actually, Odious and Ethereus, we played there a few times before, and Zach's taking care of us really well, so... Yeah, um, they're actually extending that whole venue. I guess they're knocking out that far wall where the the stage was, and they, mm. I guess they took over the, the the suite next door or whatever. So it's gonna be like a huge ass fucking thing now. Oh hell yeah! Um, but I don't I don't know when that's happening. But 
before we dig deeper, dude, we didn't do any of uh, KCB's plugs. What's my plugs? Well, yeah, where 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 can people find uh, merch for uh, oh, the bands uh, and all that shit? You can do. Do I send you a link? How does that work? Is it just on? Is it Big Cartel? Yeah, Big Cartel. Um, a lot of uh, Odia stuff can be on or is on Artisan Era Store. And then okay. actually, I don't think I've ever looked at the Ritualist thing before. Uh, the Ritual. <clears throat> Shout out Barnes Chernobyl just gifted its sub. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That's a fucking nice. great name, by the way. What is it? Rick? Yeah, there's, there's stuff on Bandcamp for Ritual Aura, too. Oh, yeah. So check Looks it out. Support that know. shit. Yes, sir. We're dropping a new album next year, early next year. So there'll be a lot more. One more stuffs. Oh yeah, nice, dude. So let's hear more about the the tour shenanigans. So you guys took it started off where? Tacoma. Yeah. Right? Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah. So... Tacoma, then a day off, and then Seattle. <laughs> like, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Where are you based, KCB? Sacramento. Okay, so you're already up there on yeah. on the way that way. Yeah, I mean or that uh, sex scene. Yeah, we uh, odious more uh, odious mortem. <laughs> ominous ruin. Jesus Christ! Uh, yes. <laughs> it's not even mixing it up with the odious construct. You mix it up with a total <laughs> different band. Yeah. <laughs> um, the guitar player of odious mortem and me came up to uh, meet the band members in ominous ruin on Monday, the first of August, and then we drove up in the RV on the third of Wednesday the third and then played the first show on the fourth and uh our biggest problem at the beginning was uh our giant ass guitar rack wouldn't fit into the RV so we had to take like the wheel section off the rack and then also disassemble the RV door so that it wouldn't like only open till 90 so we had to like literally like take this whole RV apart basically to just Damn. even get going um and then we just like had the the guitar rack with its doors or the wheels off and like the the doors off the front and back the whole tour which is super sketchy but uh yeah, yeah so i would just definitely like measure the things you're gonna put on the the vehicle you're taking before you start the tour That's right you guys had to do that every night every night no we didn't take anything apart every night we just left things like disassembled slash like uh that's why you guys were using the dolly yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So we're like, right. but you couldn't just access the RV if you guys weren't in it, right? Oh like, no, we rented it off out, outdoors. Outdoorsy is the app that they use to to rent it off, and uh, we didn't like know like we just got it and then loaded it up right away, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, we couldn't really know what what we were getting into. But I'm saying like at the at the venues and shit, did you have mm -hmm. to? Is there a janky way you had to lock the door, or did the door? Close oh yeah to... so so yeah we we figured it out so that like the door was locked and everything oh, okay. outside of it but um, i was gonna say that would fucking be shitty to have that looming over your head every time you're at a venue like somebody could just walk into our rv right now yeah no Grab i'm not good anywhere. with uh i don't know the names of things but there's like a tube that like the door kind of like goes with and then it like stops it that little tube thing we just like took it off the door so that the door could swing all yeah. the way and we just like okay. taped taped the tube part up to the onto the side of the RV and just left it like that for three weeks. It's and like then, a shock. It's a thing. Yeah, with another thing. Yeah. another uh, yeah, whatever so, comes out of it. 
so for you guys did you guys plan like that company you used for the rv i've never really heard of them is that like a common thing bands are using now no it's like kind of random it's uh it lets private rv owners loan or rent out their own um, oh, what a it's like airbnb it's like an airbnb for rvs i was just <laughs> yeah. supposed to say yeah yeah. It's like they're just like it's a death metal band. There's like there's some, like the owner's like sick, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we fucked that thing up, dude, to be honest. It was super gnarly. <laughs> As expected. I mean, but fuck. they take it to Burning Man. They're like a burner family that rents it out. So like we pretty much paid for their Burning Man trip, just them lending it to there us. There you go. Nice. Um, and we deep cleaned it when we got it before we gave it back to them and everything when they showed me the video of it deep clean i'm like that's not the same thing because dude that thing was we were sweating into that dude, oh my god okay long story short so was it all the bands in that no that was just ominous ruin okay just ominous okay nice elusiveness yeah. you guys had the uh the van build yeah dude okay so petter fucking bought a um a ram 2500 pro master Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, some time ago, but he gutted like the entire thing. Is that like um, a sprinter? It's yeah, like a sprinter. Yeah, it's just a random. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. He gutted the entire thing. He installed solar panels, so there's like outlets throughout the entire vehicle, Jesus. so you can like charge your phone and shit. And then um, he put a fridge. There's like cabinets like all along the top. He, he's like living in it. There's a right. sink. There's a fridge. There's a microwave. Um, he has a shower like hooked up in the back door, so you can just fucking do the little rolly thing. And then take a shower. Um, Sick. God yeah, damn. he's. I don't. He's and it's not even done. It's like not like finished or like the wood stuff. I think he still has like a bunch of insulation that he has to install or whatever. But that is a commitment cool. to, to the tour life when your your vehicle Th- that, becomes your tour and your place where you live and you tour in. Yeah, that was like that's the thing. It's like I want to do this, so like might as well just make my home, you know mobile <laughs> i guess well, dude that's yeah. kind of a cool thing actually if you think about it because then you never really get homesick you know yeah. you're, you're taking your home with you it's like yeah. the environment you get sick of home that's van life you know people live the van life and they cruise he, around now and stuff he had like yeah. a it was almost like in the very back he put like a he made, he installed a bed um and then underneath is where we put like he had this guitar rig where all the amps and stuff were and then um my drums got stored in there, but he's, he's like, guess next time he's going to get a trailer. So there's going to be a second bed underneath. So it'll, where this, where he had the sink and the countertop, he had like this foldable, like pillow thing. So you could like lay on there and sleep, which mm-hmm. was comfortable. And then he had a bench on the other side of that, um, which was like a couch. And then like this thing came up with storage underneath. Apparently he's going to install the shower. I wish it would be a lot easier to, to show you, but it's like the, can you see this? Okay. So yeah. like this would be the bench. Um, with the pad so we'd actually like lay and sleep there but this part folds up and there's storage underneath storage underneath here and then Mm. he's going to mount the shower head up here so then when you're done showering you just like lay it back down and then like that's like that's a your bench or whatever so damn yeah with i mean i mean it's a pretty big van but the space is limited so if you want to make it like a fully functional situation you you got to figure out how you can touch certain things into you know it was well on its way. Like I would be perfectly fine living there, honestly. Damn, and that's that's something people are doing a lot nowadays. Obviously, because of California is you know one of the cheapest places in the world to live, and yeah, it's, <laughs> um, very it's literally. I think San Jose just got the title of most expensive place in the United States uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's um, crazy. But their their median house is one point eight million now. 
So it's like, it, I know it's like, that's their middle of the road house. So like, you know, I, there's people that are, you know, I remember, uh, uh, Pat Kenny, Dan Kenny's little brother, he was basically getting in his, like where he was living previously was San Francisco was just like, no, you go over to go to Pacifica. Yeah. And there was just like a thousand RVs there because they're trying to figure out like what to do. Cause there's so many people trying to live like there's that. RVs all over the place here, dude. Yeah, it's like the only thing you can do. I mean, if you're only if you're only it's like if you're making like poverty level in San Francisco, that's like 80 grand a year or something like it's like it's just so crazy out there. So, yeah, I see more and more of that and a lot of people getting the sprinters and stuff. It was, reminds me of uh, what's his name? Eric Rutan did that with his sprinter, but he didn't live in it, but he still like bought a sprinter as like an investment. And he was like, just gutted it out, like put a bunch of benches in it or sleeping places in it. And like, that's kind of like the. That's like the baller goal of a band, you know? Yeah. Shout out, shout out No Living Witness, dude. Octopus Lounge. You know what's up, dude. That's the old school. Oh, yeah. O- Odious played there twice, oh, I think. Up, what's it called now? Surfrider or something? Longboards. Longboard. Yep. Yeah, it's longboard. I saw, I saw Little Person Wrestling there. It was one of the worst things I ever <laughs> paid to go see because I felt so bad, dude. You're like what? you're like you're like <laughs> like no not smiling. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. I was just like, what am I? I literally like saw the first thing and I was like, I'm going to the other room to just yeah, go to the is, bar. Dude. This is my... life now. One of the guys was literally nodding from being on pills, dude. Like, because I knew the guy he bought the pills from, and then he's Jesus. just in he's in the ring and he's like nodding and shit. I'm like, dude, this is just exploitation shit. Get the God. fuck out of here, dude. <sighs> yeah, dude, so, longboards. Uh, yeah, no, longboards. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. So, I mean, what was like? Uh, I mean, like, so you, no vehicle issues, no nothing. Everything was smooth with travel. There was none uh, of that. Uh, um, for uh, for, yeah. for looseness, yeah, everything was fine. Did you guys have yeah. issues? Um, we were okay. We things were feeling janky at points. Like we would like put the like towards the end i think it was like we needed to refill like the oil or something but uh no i mean like we got back no problem we never had to like stop or pull over for any vehicle related issues and that thing hauled us like i think it was between five and six thousand miles in like 17 days or 18 days or whatever that was pretty gnarly like a lot of those drives were like i mean like the average drive was around like seven or eight hours so it was a fucking lot of driving how brutal is it with the uh with like nowadays with the obviously when we were touring gas was a lot cheaper especially with your guarantees probably aren't going up or anything but gas is staying the same how was that like money wise with gas you're just so much more expensive right you're talking to the hired guns so (laughs) okay so gas like wasn't that bad once we got okay. more to the more towards the Midwest, mm-hmm. it's just like when we started coming back towards like the West was when it was getting pretty expensive. So like I think the cheapest I saw was in maybe like El Paso or maybe maybe a little bit north of there. Uh-huh. It was like three. It was three twelve, three twelve a gallon. Oh wow! So I pulled up. I, I filled up the um uh, whatever the fuck that is the van. I think for like eighty bucks. Jesus. Uh, from just 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 over over empty to full. So. You should have got some yeah, like yeah. extra like gas tanks and just. So this is literally up. what we were talking about. I just went inside and bought like a bunch of what are those the gas canisters or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking cheap though, man. But yeah, when yeah, we yeah. started getting back into like uh, Arizona, New Mexico and stuff, it was starting to get more expensive. Yeah. For the sure. minute we went into California, it was like oh six dollars. Like, oh fuck, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like back double. home. Yeah. No kidding. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think we like 
kind of lost money. Uh, I, I, I'm not in the finance side of the band, but I think like we couldn't make our money back given how expensive gas was. But uh, I mean, we weren't necessarily expecting to anyway. It was kind of like, we're just going to do it no matter what. But uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, but I, I remember I filled up a couple tanks and had, you know, I like fronted it and then it was like $175 to fill up this uh, 32 gallon tank. Jesus. So. <laughs> I wonder what uh, gas is in like Norway right now. Cause I remember when we were on tour and Erlen was playing in Vile, he was talking about at that time, which would be what, 2006, um, yeah. 12 American dollars per liter over there. Yeah, yeah, it was something ridiculous. No, it was twelve. I think it was yeah, something like that. But it was and liters was are probably, smaller than a gallon. It's probably it's probably about double. Eight point we seven paying. a gallon right now in Norway. Jesus, yeah, yeah. It was about double when he was talking about. We did like the whole exchange rate thing. Oh, okay, yeah. so it dropped it's, or something. No, it's always been like. I mean, back in like the last time gas was this high was like two thousand six. So that was probably right around that time. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Just almost like filling up a bus. I remember like one time we were in the bus and I looked at the fucking went to go take a piss or something. And I looked at the fucking the amount they were putting in the bus. And it was just like it was like nine hundred dollars or something. It was like, God damn. I know. I was like, how the fuck do they make any money off this? But it's got to be in it for the love of the game, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome that you guys at least went out there and nothing tragic happened. No, like, you know well vehicle failure failures so so there is one vehicle not accounted for between the two of us here and that's the uh, ethereus van oh, oh okay. yeah and there was an incident it sounds like there's one coming yeah so what happened uh i could tell the story uh Go ahead. Yeah. they went to houston on a day off and then they had to get to san antonio and on their way out of houston they uh busted a tire oh, and shit. then they put the spare on but the spare was so old that as soon as they installed it and started to drive on it it it's it was like fucking up not only the tire but like the car itself yeah like, <laughs> like the fucking axle i don't even know the words i mean so it was no a, one, no one here like could possibly tire. yeah exactly um but then hey dude they actually made it so it's ironic the only thing that happened is that they were supposed to play earlier that night like we were supposed to change the order of the bands they got there like still on time for the show they just didn't play early they just played at their usual fucking headlining set and it, it went okay so oh kyle's uh, in the chat he said that the old oh, tire yeah. ate through the studs yeah jesus Brutal, old wheel yeah True. we've done that before where uh we've had like you know and we had to put chains on on a on our trailer and stuff and it just ripped off with the the top cover thing whatever you call that you know there's like a cover over the wheel the uh, fender <clears throat> yeah fender thing it just like ripped them off because <laughs> like, the chains were hitting it and just like they were just gone like it wasn't a thing anymore they were just <laughs> that's yeah like, i think that's yeah. just plastic but still it's covering some shit you don't want to be exposed yeah yeah i mean that Wiring. happened in like houston it was like 100 degrees in the middle of the day they were pulled off on the side of the freeway and uh Got to give Ethereus props. They fucking just got their shit towed, repaired, and they were back on the road in time for the show that night. So that's it really didn't say. derail us that bad, you know? Sounds so. like nobody missed any gigs. So that's a good, that's a plus. Cause I mean, you hear the, like the decrepit tour, yep. Unmerciful was missing a couple of shows, right? And I think and decrepit missed everybody. Oh, yeah, I think, pathology, yeah. dude. Everyone Fuck, on that man. tour. Yeah. And even Entheos, Entheos. Automotive. 
on their first getting to that Archbire tour, I think they missed a show, like yeah. some sort of vehicle issues. That's what it's so it's crazy, like how we're getting so far the li- down the line and like, you know, cars and getting like the technologies like advancing. But I just hear about way more breakdowns now. <laughs> like It seems like yeah. it's way more common now. I have no idea. But, but, I mean, dude, we're death metal guys. We're not taking brand new vehicles out on the road. It's you true. know, they're the ones that that are ready to fall apart. But we're like, dude, we got to do it. Yeah. I mean, there was those bands that, you know, those those Chevy vans that everyone uses, you know, those generally from what i see have like one to two pretty big breakdowns per tour you know like i mean even i'm sure the fords would too but um there's i always give like i never think of like the bands that had those things like white chapel like just no issues same van just like you know they're gonna they're gonna make it every time i don't maybe it's the maintenance they're doing i have no idea but they're just like we're not missing any shows and that you know they just somehow never missed a show same with like uh like Veil of Maya when we toured them too. Like they just had the same van we had, but somehow they just made it every time, you know, just, I don't know, just luck of the draw, I guess. But hmm. I like PB. But uh, <laughs> hey, Casey, you should tell us Casey B about, about who you were playing for. Cause I don't think we've really talked about that. Oh before. yeah. 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 Hallucinus. So, okay. So it's, I met up with Petter and Dan, um, and then Cameron didn't join I get, until until actually we got to Sacramento. Um, so apparently this this EP that that we were touring um, they wrote in high school, uh, so like 15 years ago. And supposedly the story goes like they they wrote it they they put out like a I guess like a shitty production version of it, um, and they just got busy with life and just didn't do anything after that. So um, Petter re-recorded everything if I, if memory serves, re-recorded everything, mixed it all himself, um, pretty much just did the whole um, album cycle and, you know, put this out or whatever. Um, so all these songs are like 15 years old. So I don't know if, have, have you, any of you guys listened to it at all? Oh, the, uh, I have. the the Elucinus EP? Joel's no, heard part of it. No. Joel's heard the videos. Yeah, the videos for sure. Okay. So, this is just like my as unbiased opinion as possible, but I'm not really into a lot of like, um, like old school death metal stuff. I was just kind of like, when I was a kid, I was kind of like, my parents were like, nah, dude, you can't not listen to that. Like, okay. Um, (laughs) but apparently a lot of this stuff, um, was like, I guess I think like Gorguts inspired, Um, maybe like some origin kind of stuff. Fuck yeah. But, um, for me, like listening to this, it sounds like really fucking good for high school kids to write this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, um, writing with a few of my buddies or whatever, it was just like fucking power chords and, you know, that that's about it. You know, <laughs> it's just like, like thrash a, kind of. A riff salad kind of. Yeah. But so then the Petter like sends this to me. He's like, yeah, we wrote this in high school. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, all right. Uh, but apparently everyone really liked it, man. It was, it was super sick. Dan's like a super cool dude. Petter's a super cool dude. Like I said, Cameron, we met him, um, when we got into California and he's fucking hella funny, like probably <laughs> one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. But, um, yeah, man, like it was sick <laughs> meeting him, hanging out with him. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to, to say. Yeah. When we had, it, but... when he had Gabe, we had Gabe on and he was just like, dude, Casey is just fucking ripping that shit like a 270 or something you know like there's there's a couple 270 275 parts that so like when i when he sent me this stuff i learned 
the first song was breathe war that was the first song i took on and i think it was like 250 255 and i was like okay this is it's kind of outside my bpm range but you know whatever i'll deal with it and i didn't hadn't really listened to anything else on the ep like enough to um kind of get like an idea of like how fast it was just like oh this sounds cool whatever yeah. so i learned the first song um it was kind of rough but i got it down sent him a video petter was super excited about it and then start he uh he sent me or I, I started diving into the other stuff and I was, we were having issues with the, the tempo map, the mm -hmm. one that he was sending me. So I had to kind of go through and um, listen and guess and build my own. And I was like building some of the, um, the tempos for the faster parts. And it's like, yeah, like two, I think there's actually somewhere in there where there was like a 285 part for like eight bars or something. Um, I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, man, like it was, I've never played that fast before. I've never even touched anything over 250 before I started learning this stuff. Trip. Um, so pushing you, did that push you just to like figure it out? You're just like, fuck it. I got to do it. Yeah, now. Just I had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I grew up like, you know, fucking hitting as hard as I could and breaking symbols every two weeks. And then it's like, so when I, once I got out of that high school thrash stuff and then transitioned into the um, odious construct stuff, even that in it was, uh, was tricky because i've never played above like two like 180 or 190 like 200 was yeah. like the max so then like going up to like 240 like instantly like i had to learn how to like sacrifice power but still hit hard but still like be able to like maintain the endurance and stamina to play you know fucking four minutes of 240 and now it's this now it's this yeah uh, mm -hmm. like fucking 260 270 and it's just like fuck man all right but i mean it it worked it was i've I learned the secret, I guess. I don't know if it's a secret, but I got yeah, it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, it's super funny when I first saw you guys was uh, Decrepit was playing. And, you know, like, obviously, I played with them for a long time, but it was like I had to go check them out because obviously good friends, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw you guys on the bill and um, I, I texted all the odious guys at this time. I was like, I was like, dude, I just met Casey from Odious, dude. Like, because <laughs> like, like, um, I went up, I forgot. I went to your guitar player. He was like, uh, I was like, hey, what's your name? He's all, I forget what his name was at the ben? time. I think might have been Ben, but he was ben like, Jackson. Ben, yeah, yeah. He's all Ben from Odious. I'm like, hey, I'm Joel from Odious, and he's all. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, th I think I remember that because he's like, "Hey, Casey, look at this." I, I saw you. We were at, uh, was it at the Colony? Uh, I think it was at the Gaslight or Gas or fuck. Uh, I forget. Blue lamp. Blue lamp. Blue lamp. Blue lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I fucking remember that, dude. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Crazy. It was just funny <laughs> seeing like odious and decrepit on a bill, and then there's a Casey and odious, and like I was just like, yeah. Oh, my brain was just like, my brain was like a blood spot. Now I now I I just remembered. I wanted to ask you this: What does your Casey stand for? My uh, mine Kenneth Cody. Kenneth Cody. Okay. It's pretty close. Kent Cameron's mine, dude. That's pretty close. What is yeah, it? Yeah, dude. Kent, Kent Cameron. Cameron. Kent Cameron. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we were talking. I was talking to Casey on the phone. And I was like, dude, if he comes with a Kent Cameron, bro, you're. I'm. Oh, I'm no. gonna see you <laughs> fucking fall out of your chair, dude. So Kent Cody. It's like, no, stop. <laughs> it. Come on. We'll take him wagers. But Kenneth me. is pretty close, dude. You know, to Kent. It is. Yeah. So Kent is actually your name. It's not Kent. I could have just said Ken, and we would have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More tripped out right now. Whoa. It is. Fuck it, yeah. So then that's and that's our last guest, you... his name was Casey. Yeah, but it was the C A S E Y. I know, but it's still mm -hmm. so we had two Casey's in a row. Two Casey's in a row. I think we're only having Casey's now. Does it equal four since I, I was just find all the Casey's? Well, I, I may have already told this on the show before, but I used to rap back in the day, and one of oh, the guys shit. that I rapped with's name 
is Casey Howard. <laughs> so I've I've worked with two Casey Howards in my musical career. <laughs> nice. But the, he did the the what was it Casey? Why? Was it no, C-A-S-E-Y. Uh, yeah. Shout uh, out Casey Howard, Psy4. <laughs> Still doing it today, didn't you? Shout out Casey Howard. <laughs> My parents used to kind of write it like that when I was a kid, too. And then I was like a little kid and I was like, no, it's KC. It makes sense. And then like, yeah, like my, my phone finally learned about the voice text. Actually. You don't yeah. know both, dude. Well, dude, voice I text, love, it would I be love like the, KC. Yeah. out version of it, you know? My dad still like signs my Christmas cards like C-A-S-E-Y. Seven G's is in the shout out seven G's, dude. And he's already getting called out for seven gallons, too. <laughs> yeah. He's already gotten two nicknames from the show, dude. Seven G's, seven gallons. I think seven G's he already came up with though. I think that was that was, that was, that was us. That was that us? He because he was like, just it's uh my Twitch oh, channel Joel G's. with seven G's. Seven G's like, uh, just gonna call you yeah, seven yeah, G's, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. So we got seven G's and oh, yeah. seven gallons, dude. I can verify it was definitely seven gallons, at least. <laughs> I know Casey cleaned the sink, by the way. So. <laughs> Oh, I didn't fuck. mean to turn it back into that. Sorry. I, know, I don't want to. I don't want to. Sorry, Joel. I don't want to like keep bringing that up. That's Every time sorry. he comes in the chat, we start telling that story. Dude, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Talking about Anthony's KC, not KCB. Yeah, he named yeah. me at birth. That's right, dude. You weren't born okay. until he came on the show, dude. All right. Um, what? What's up? Oh, Protector. should we do the 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 origin story? Yeah, dude, that's what, where I was going. KCB, dude. Let's uh, let's go back in time. You were already talking about high school stuff, but. Let's burn. Let's go back even further and get through the high school shit. But what I usually start off with, think about it the earliest memory that you have where music became more than just background noise, you know, like something, a song, a voice, something caught your so, ear at a young age. So I have, I have two memories and they're both, um, okay. So, my dad was like a huge journey fan. Right. Um, I was pretty much like the only that in Boston, I didn't really like Boston. So I didn't like to listen when he was listening to that, but journey, uh, he would listen to journey a lot. So he'd like seeing it in the car and stuff like that. So I, I feel like I had to have been like third, second or third grade. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, he would sing it and I was just kind of like listening and I would kind of start to like, now that I look back, I guess, and kind of listen, and see myself at that age and how it was affecting my brain, I guess, when I was listening to it, mm -hmm. I was starting to kind of like hear the emotions and stuff um, audibly, if that makes any sense. Totally. Like, Cause like back then, like I didn't know, I was like, Oh, this, okay, this is cool. But like now when I, since you asked, I've never thought about this before, but now that I'm listening back or thinking back and, and hearing it and seeing myself listen to it. Um, I think that's probably when it was like, okay, like, I'm at such a young age, I'm already kind of like subconsciously dissecting like what is happening. You know right. I mean? So you're saying you're catching the emotion in his, in the music, not right. your emotions. You're well, you probably can remember your emotions because that uh, music always had an emotional impact on me, you know, throughout my whole entire life, even yeah. before I even knew why, you know, but yeah, that's, that's cool, dude. So at a young age, you're already like, seeing the purpose in the music that you're listening to yeah yep and then um i don't have i <clears throat> i did another podcast like five or six years ago and i think i kind of 
shit on my dad and my stepmom a little bit too much more than they deserve. But they, I don't want to say that they weren't supportive, but they weren't very supportive. They <laughs> like they, like they, 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 yeah, it was just like, you know, my dad was a drummer too. So I kind of picked it up and learned from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, wait, before you get into that though. So is that, was it not that much longer after third grade or whatever that you decided you wanted to play drums like what made you want to actually play drums just looking up to pops or so i've i've always kind of been around drums um i don't so my my dad my dad actually has a picture of me like sitting on his lap he had like a super old rogers kit i was like a, a toddler or an infant like i couldn't stand yet you know i was just like sitting there holding the drumsticks or whatever mm-hmm. um so that's so i've literally been around the drum set like my entire life um i don't think i actually got super super into drums um or being like cognizant that i that i wanted to play until maybe like fifth or sixth grade mm-hmm. um and then yeah so that? <laughs> no uh, that's kind of what we were getting to anyways like when you started playing drums and what influenced you to do that other than pops but it was like so during three from third grade to fifth or sixth grade were you getting more into music like did you start finding songs that you you enjoyed listening to multiple times and... so how do i put this i don't think i never really ventured out into the music world like um on my own it was more whatever was um kind of around me already i guess what kind of stuff so, did like, mom what, listen to Mom listened to a lot of country and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think my my sister and her friends listen to like a lot of NSYNC and everything. So, like that's kind of like regular pop stuff that kids listen to back then, right? Um, but I I didn't like like so I was saying before is like my parents were like super Christian, so they were very against like secular music. So even like when I was kind of getting older in like high school and stuff, like if I got caught listening to Stained, it was like nah, you can't can't really? listen. To that. Yeah, they were like. They just didn't like it. So what I had to listen do? to what, like... What would they do? Like, what would be like a process of that? Would they like catch it and break it and then put you Yeah, on they would just get pissed or like, no, you can, I'm not going to have this in the house or... I don't know, yeah, whatever. yeah. The distorted uh, guitar was the devil. Exactly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they, didn't, yeah. they didn't even play fucking with gain at church, you know? It was just all reverb and everything. Right. Um, <laughs> but so... I, and I don't remember like a lot of the bands. I, I know some of the bands I listened to when I was when I got a little older was like DC Talk, Newsboys. Um, yeah, I can't. It's been DC ever since you, I, was this in all Sacramento? Is that have you been up there the whole time? Um, I've been in California most of my life. So I was in Bakersfield. I was born in Bakersfield. I was in Orville for a couple of years. Uh, moved up to Oregon for sixth and seventh grade, and then. And then yeah, the rest of middle school and high school is in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but no, DC Talk and Newsboys are like, I'm pretty sure that have you guys heard of those guys? No. DC Talk, I remember there was a, a kid in my high school that was like I, I never listened to him, but it was just yeah. he was just DC Talk everything. He was like yeah. he was a Christian kid. He was yeah, just all DC talk. And I just stuck I haven't literally haven't heard that since probably twenty years ago. You know, <laughs> so I, but I remember like everyone was like this. It's like his, it's like his Beatles was DC Talk. You know, exactly. It's like literally what it is. That people listen to DC Talk or were into him back then. It was like that was like like what style of music was it? Thing. Um, just like pop. 
Okay. Rock, like rock pop kind of stuff. Bubblegum nice. pop type deal. Yeah, it's stupid shit. But um, eh, I mean, I like the Beatles era bubblegum pop. So you guys are talking Beatles. It makes me like, oh, maybe I should check them out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not religious. So like, if if yeah, if you wanna, if you can, if you can filter that stuff out, then then go for it, man. <laughs> what if I? What if I get super into it, dude? Like, more power to you, dude. With a DC That's talk like... shirt on next episode. <laughs> yeah. it, but what's the lyric? What's the lyrics like? Is it gonna turn me off? Um. Okay. So the one there's one that I know for sure is called Jesus Freak. Yeah. So it's like, what would people do if they found out I was a Jesus Freak, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's the kind of like took an angle of like, like kind of being like a I'm, a, I'm like, don't make fun of me. I'm Christian kind of thing. Like I'm got this weird angle. Yeah. 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 Totally. No, they, they were super straightforward. There was no, no like shrouded in mystery. Like, oh yeah, we, we might be Christian, but you'll never know. It was just yeah, like, yeah. this is, this is fucking Christian music, you know? Totally. All right. um, uh, I'm out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like musically though, like they had some, like their later records when, before I was, you know, later, uh, late high school and stuff, they actually had some cool music, um, musically, uh, like some of the progressions and emotions that they were able to convey through the music and stuff was pretty cool. I just, but I the mean, lyrics were just cringy to me. So, I couldn't. so that's like, that's your put, per, there's perimeters on and boundaries that you, uh, you know, they kind of boxed you into this area and you, <clears throat> you know, found, you know, what you could find in that little box. You know? Until I got into high school and kind of ventured out a little bit, yeah. Right, because then you can go over to the homie's house and, exactly. they, you know, then it's free reign, which would probably yep. was yep. so much, so liberating for you to go do that, you know. <laughs> free stand, yeah. Yeah, it's when, that's when like Lincoln Park and Slipknot and all that shit happened. So how old are you? Uh, 35. Okay, so yeah, we're right around the same age. Yeah. So, do you think it was like the the, the forbidden fruit effect a little bit too? You know, you're just like, uh, yeah, for sure, it could have been, yeah. Like finding like the Lincoln Park and the secular music, I guess. Yeah, Which, I'm yeah. always oh. like, dude, we we know this now. Everybody says whatever your parents tell you not to do, you're gonna go for it. So it's like, mm -hmm. they why? should just have you listen to it, man. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> reverse yeah. psychology. I because I've listened to metal in front of my kids. I don't push it on them, but none of them like it, you know? It's yeah, so like I had yeah. my son in the car the other day and I was like, You want to hear daddy's new band? He's like, Oh, that's so loud. And, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't uh, like yeah. it. So exactly. Like, right, my oldest metal metal skips the rule though, I think. I, I think metal skips that rule. I think because it's you know, like you don't want to show your kids something because they might be rebel against it. But if it's already yeah. the most rebellious music ever. Like mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think that kind of or like you're showing them like punk rock or something. Like it's already that's they'll find it when through. they're ready. You know, yeah, yeah, that's my yeah. whole thing. It's like it's they're, gonna, like, they're gonna stumble across something on their own, kind of like I did, and then totally. it's it'll plant that seed. I haven't heard any like parents go like oh like or people go like my parents showed me Cannibal Corpse and I was like you know my whole life was listening to Cannibal Corpse and then I was like nah I'm gonna go to fucking <laughs> DC talk. Nah, but how sick <laughs> would it be? He comes home and he's like, dude, I. I listen to uh well I mean he is into like Metallica now because of Stranger Things. You well Mel's kind of like that in general, like generationally, like you know, like Iron Maiden bands like that, or Black Sabbath, like bands like that that just kind of never die, you know. They just like, I just want him to come home and be like, it's now yeah. that he's into metal uh, Metallica, like have that down the road. He's like, dude, 
I found this band Slayer, and I'm like, oh shit, here we <laughs> go. We go. Dude. Yep. Now, now thing. you're in, dude. I, I get yeah. to, I get to play this game and and start feeding you this stuff slowly but surely, just a slow drip, dude. It's funny, like once I got to Deicide, my brother was, like, I told that a million times on here. He's like, you're done. Like you're fucked. You're fucked yeah. for like decades. Oh, shit. Are we bagging? I think he's live eating. Oh, yeah, he's DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash. Looking at his fingers. Yeah, yeah. Look at his chops. <laughs> uh, never mind. It's false alarm. But uh, it was funny because I just went, you know, to the to the DSI Legion. I talked about it in the last episode, but the the DSI Legion tour is the greatest thing ever. And uh, I like told my parents before, like the day I was like, "Hey, remember like when I was in high school and like I got those CDs in the mail?" And you guys like sat me down, all worried about it. My dad like pulled the CD and he was like satan spawned the caco demon he was like <laughs> son is everything okay you know but they they were like christian but not like hardcore about it so they kind of were just like just don't let your sister see it kind of thing you know but no yeah. one was happy about that you know it's like even, I, don't think, I don't think any parents like stokes no. i'm like i mean we would probably be but like you know like a kid just you know in, the, in a popular culture bringing home like the satan thing you know they're probably, mm-hmm. they're probably not like fuck yeah good job you're doing great <laughs> shout know, out to my parents shout out to my parents though dude because they actually just didn't give a fuck that's you know? awesome right yeah, yeah yeah they, they totally. just were like he he he's in his room just rocking out to whatever he's into he's better than him being out where i don't know where he is doing some shit that he's not supposed to do you know yeah yeah, yeah. Your parents seem really chill. Like they didn't even make you wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing sandals to church, dude. Oh, pew, pew, pew. He's just beating it out of his room. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude. That's what's up, dude. You got me. You got me. Not a drunk. You got me on that. that he smacked it around some sandals. I, I come blood, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're getting into the old Lincoln Park thing, though. So you're like getting out of the the DC talk. You're getting getting a little crazy. Yeah, you got the, the Lincoln the Park getting the so, at, the, at the friend's house. About yeah. like junior senior year, I don't remember exactly which one, but my friend Mitch um, showed me uh, Slipknot self titled, and that was oh, just yeah. like over game over. Yeah, game like, I didn't even want to like listen to anything that was at the house anymore. Like that was like my my mission was to find ways to listen to that album. Mm-hmm, yeah, it mm-hmm. was that fucking good. Oh yeah, and it's still good. It's still like one of my favorite albums. It's of still all great, dude. I yeah. love it. It's very it's important just... to me and Joel as well, dude. For me, it was getting album. that VHS tape that uh that like uh Welcome fuck. to the Neighborhood. It wasn't there, yeah. yep. yep. <laughs> I got that at Sam Goody for nine dollars. <throat> yeah, and I was like, I'll just check it out. And then like they became popular, and I went back to Sam Goody, and it was thirty eight dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. They were just like, oh shit, this is popular now. Like. What the price? <laughs> you know, right. and, uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a that was a total game changer. Getting the, the blast killer, beats going, you know, getting yeah. like making the making the blast beats like normalized, and then like they did stuff that was still kind of in the, you know, the new metal format a little bit, barely, but they basically like had fast drums, you know, <laughs> like, and that was, I was like, all right, well, they made fast drums catchy now to me finally. So it's like a step by step process, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and that was one of the things when I heard that because I was still at my parents' house. So like when uh, when it was time to go to church or whatever, I was trying to play like eyeless and surfacing and everything on the on like the main drum kit in the what's yeah. that big room called or whatever. <clears throat> like why do people get pissed at me because I'm just like banging on the drums or whatever. 
God, what is, did you uh, come? Did you like Mudvayne's LD50 album too? Oh yeah, oh yeah, just so, yeah. Sick, dude. Still, the, I'm just comparing it. It's another album from that era that still holds up for me today. That one skipped you know? me. That yeah. one skipped me. I, I liked. I liked Dig. That's about it. Like I liked, you know. And I even met. Now the, that you're more pro, now you're all into Prague. You should go back to that album again, dude. Well, I mean, compared to Slipknot, it's. I mean, it's got crazy bass, but it doesn't really have. It's still like more of a pop. Uh, structure than Slipknot. I'll say is, that the tech. I'll say that the drums are more technical than Slipknot. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. I think Matt was more of a technical drummer than Joey was for sure. I'll fight both. Of you. Joey did have some <laughs> shit. Like there was some songs later on in the self-titled album where he was like, when I like go back and listen, I'm like okay, okay, you know. Interesting. But, so you you you'd say that the drummer of Mudvayne. I haven't really done a deep dig on it, so I'm not like. I'm not, I like, bet you the drummer of Mudvayne would have been a great like. They, he would have been able to do the Slipknot shit, no problem. But there's different, yeah. there's different like languages going on, not or like accents, you know, like his the, the way the he way, plays is not like how Joey Jordanson plays. But you could tell yeah. like it, it, the roots are in like prog drumming, dude. The what? way Matt approached drums, the approach the drum kit compared to Joey was way way different. Whoa, he was okay, more... all right, I will check it out. I'll listen to the whole album tomorrow. Okay. Please do it. It's fucking killer, dude. <laughs> all right. That's that that was all for uh Jedi Grind, Murray. All that new metal talk was just for you, brother. Berber ding. <laughs> Is he in there? He's he was. There. Anyways. Berber ding. All right. So uh the new metal uh hits you <sighs> as soon as you can uh access yeah. it. And yeah. then <sighs> so then after high school, um I moved out of my parents' house, went down to Bakersfield. Um Lived with my cousins for a bit and did some warehouse work. So I was hanging out with my cousin Jeremy, um, and he was he started introducing me to shit like uh, Sixth and oh, Unexpect, yeah. and oh, shit. just like that whole realm of everything. Whoa, that's yeah. a okay. big fucking jump right there. Yeah. So it's just like well, because it's always been interesting to me. Like I've always wanted. I okay. So I'll let me start this over. I very much dislike um, boring music. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I yeah. I don't like. So, whenever you my girlfriend ADD. turns you on really the radio, you have really bad You have ADD. Is what you're saying? Not even. It's just like, <laughs> why do like I don't even want to like. So like, if like someone turns on the radio or something, or um, even if like I scroll through that tech death sharing group or whatever, and I'll I'll hear stuff on there on Facebook. Yeah. It's just like fuck, man. This is. You it's guys all can't, becoming like, one thing. Yeah, it's just like think a little yeah. harder, maybe. Or, or I don't know. It's just it's frustrating because it's there's I feel like there's there's so many talented people and. Um, they can play super well, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's that they're, um, they're trying to like pander to like certain audiences and like fit in a genre or mm-hmm. if they just, just don't know any better, but yeah, I mean, that's probably what they've been like brought up with and they're kind of just like, all right, this is what I know. I'm, I could play it insanely well, but like when yeah. it, to, to changing it up or bringing something actually like refreshing or new to the table, they're just like, right. well, I'm sticking with what I know. You yeah. Know, like, so like when yeah. he was like, so he sh- anyway. So like back to the the thing he he showed me sixth and everything, and that so like that was like, the fuck is this? Like right, death gnarly. of a dead day, and then like uh that was what was the that was the jam, that? dude. That that whole album, death of a dead day, is fucking yeah. sick, dude. I I've I've still want to cover the last song, um, as the earth spins around on that album, but uh, that's like the Dan, Dan Ford. I think it's the drummer's name. He's just a monster. Monster, dude. I don't I mean, know what he's. I don't know what he's. Super playing. experimental aspect to that band that, that you, it, in that if you want to put them under an umbrella like 
super standout for yeah. the what, what would you even call that like math i would i would say they were more uh pre the pioneers of gent than like even Mashuga was you know what i mean like not necessarily for the tone but just like the the style of the music what like gent how, is considered today yeah yeah just like you know kind of like, like noodle or more um abstract you know voicings and shit but i was gonna say his voice is definitely something oh yeah out of the ordinary too you know there's two of them there's two, two of them. oh it's two, two vocalists okay yeah. yeah you had the you had the spoken word guy and then you had the the dude that did all the singing and screaming a little mushroom head kind of style going They're, on yeah yeah the poetry <laughs> the spoken word poetry shit is dope too like yeah. i remember um being like oh yeah dude these guys like to write yeah <laughs> that like that that's like an artist band like that's the band that artists listen to because like you you're like there's always no matter what what instrument you play like if you whether you sing or fucking play violin or whatever there's something you can pull from sick mm -hmm. and be inspired by it that, that's how fucking sick they were and then to even go uh left turn into the, like the avant-garde metal shit with unexpect so what it, was that first experience for you that okay so unexpect i i respect them but it's a little bit much for me. Yeah, yeah. it's a little, it's a little, a little bit. bit much. I mean, they're sick. There's some parts that are like, is it the music sick, or the uh, vocals? Um, just everything. I think it's, it's a little bit of everything. I think. Yeah, uh, it's been a minute since I listened to it, but I think the thing that threw me off the most was the circus jazz. <laughs> Not even so much that it's like from like a like a from from like a foundation perspective, like there was nothing nothing substantial in the music like they had like they had their moments and everything where it's like okay i can groove to this yeah that makes but it sense. was just like so everywhere and yeah it was, it was it kind was, of like a show-off band that you showed to someone yeah. to be like check out how fucking nuts this is it wasn't yeah. like something that was grabbing you and like taking yeah. you in yeah, you know? yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly that's a perfect way to put it yeah it was just a, a band you just like josh would show us to be like this is the craziest thing i've ever heard I'm but like to to again. <laughs> yeah i know it's like cool you hear it you're like all right well i'm gonna go listen to catchier stuff over here yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it and is it's funny how that shit. works too, because I, I think that's like also like super true to like bands nowadays. Like you know, especially in the tech death scene, like everyone just wants to noodle hella hard and and be yeah. as fast as possible. And it's like I mean, that's you're you the best you're gonna do is like a like catch a bunch of people in in this genre. But yeah. like I feel like you know that's why like Rivers was super like deathcore and stuff in the beginning, and then they they super branched out. I think once Jared got in the band, and now they just appeal to the old and they have a bunch of new fans and shit too. Same with Fallujah, I think. I think kind of um, definitely broadened their horizons a bit. So yeah, they just brought something new. They brought yeah, something like they know. added some other elements to it, like the clean singing, a, you know, mm -hmm. a saxophone, or, or like even when I heard like, a clip of a home coming out, like I heard like a little quick clip when they were like going to release it, or the first single, and I was like, this is fucking sick. I don't know what it is about it. It's it's got the chunkiness to it. It's got the fast stuff. It's got like the singing stuff it's got like for, the death metal stuff for rivers like, yeah for rivers yeah yeah i was like okay this is i was like immediately excited about it i never i mean jared archaic's like one of my best friends and he'd be wearing their hats all the time and i, I would always I ask him like what are they about i've never really like dove in and then literally like a month later when i asked him that question a home the clip came out and i was like this is oh, okay this is something to pay attention to you know yeah for I just, sure you know, yeah but I love the change up of like the clean, like because Jared sings, the bass player sings, mm -hmm. and they have like a, yeah, just all these different elements to kind of keep you interested, you know? Yep.
Yeah, that's so, why. That's oh, one reason ahead. why I wasn't big on Unexpected was just because it was just it's too much. an acid trip. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you but you're you're getting introduced to this whole new world. Yeah. You know? So after after Unexpected and Sick and stuff, I started kind of going into more. Actually, I was more into Deathcore before. Uh, um, like sick and shit. So like all shall perish, uh, human abstract. Mm-hmm. You know the huge, I suppose. Well, that I would you wouldn't you would call human abstract deathcore? Cause no, I... They, I, they were more metalcore. So so I was also like kill switch engage and not not deathcore specifically, but more of the. I was just I just remember the first human abstract just being what's, shred. Yeah, what's the, the difference? Possible. What's the difference between deathcore and metalcore? I think metalcore is more of a. So okay, so my original back when you know when I first started discovering like kill switch and everything is I don't I don't know the specific word for it, but they all just did shit like this. Is this an... they did <laughs> that was literally the chord progression in every fucking song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That that stuff. It's like Sorry, taking metal and mixing it with hardcore, and then taking. Well, no, metalcore to me was like always like a really deep mix of like the at the gate Swedish style with like a breakdown in it, and like okay. it was kind of like a melodic basis. The melodic wasn't more, thing. Yeah, it wasn't more bit and like deathcore yeah, the, was more the, based on like heavy. The breakdown like, side of it came from the hardcore realm. So what's an yeah. example of each Double band? Turn. Like, what's a metalcore band? That you would th- then what's a deathcore band? You would think. We're talking kill switch, and then we're talking suicide oh, okay. silence. Okay, so kill switch yeah. is metalcore, and suicide silence is deathcore. Yeah, Basically, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. I've never listened to At the Gates, but then there's also I, there's a lot of a people. Days ago. Huh? I just saw him a couple days ago. Sorry, I was gushing. Did they? They did the live stream. I think on Sick Drummer with that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. that was just like a. It was a game changer. From it was one of those albums that came out and originally wasn't that popular and then kind of all of a sudden it struck everyone it's like a a movie that came out in the theaters and then on dvd was humongous you know what i mean it was had a little breathing room and stuff and everyone's like oh shit this is like the catchiest thing we've ever heard and then it just went like black dahlia black dahlia when we toured with them had they had the slaughter of the soul it just said black dahlia murder same look like the exact logo of at the gates and like slaughter of the soul that was like they were just basically calling out the like yeah this is the band that we got all this you know a lot of the stuff from but yeah, it's kind of got that bouncy kind of. Dun, 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 My dun, art dun, teacher dun, turned dun, me on to At the Gates in high school, dude. No Jesus. Shit. Yeah. And so old think... man's child. Oh, oh shit. my gosh. Oh, We're getting, getting photo bombed here. Are we getting our soul slaughter? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm getting attacked Whoa. from all angles. <laughs> fucking tour recap takeover. Episode takeover. Heard you were talking shit. <laughs> no. Not Alex, you're, you're Which no, one? Vo- no volume from Alex. We don't need to hear Alex. That's fine. <laughs> what would you guys say? Like, do? It don't matter. None of this matters. Did you guys go through an at the gates yeah. phase? Either you guys? What was it? Echo. That's funny because Alex is all that? muted. It's pretty funny. Oh, poor Doug. No, yeah, no might have the echo now. Maybe it's Kyle. Yeah, it was probably me. <laughs> one second. Dude, we just got fucking... It's four bombs. Our souls got so loaded. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, cool. Yeah, who are you people? What are we doing here? What is this? Uh, we're on the uh, Carson Daly show. We're just talking about. <laughs> Maybe you should you should wipe your face before you click on. I don't know, dude. Just <laughs> Life is hard right now. Okay, I'm trying to figure it out as I go. There we go. Oh yeah. What up, homie? Oh, you know, just chilling. 
we're taking over because I heard Casey Brand was on. Yeah, dude. Nice. He, doesn't, he doesn't deserve the whole spotlight here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> take, take some of it away from me. Uh-uh. Yeah. Casey kidding. Brand, please stop fucking talking, dude. You talk too much. <laughs> Damn, that's the only reason why you came on here. Was that's exactly. That. <laughs> Our goal was actually just to bully you so much that you leave your own podcast. No, oh, my God. God. Oh, oh, my God. Wow. Nice. Up, Holy shit. shit. Who else is coming on? Oh, no one. They're a bunch of cowards. Dude, this is the first time we had like more than cowards. five or six people. Yeah, eight. That's pretty cool. What are you talking Much about? We've had all of Tripopsy before. No, I know. But oh, I, I was going to say I meant in a long time. With uh, what's yeah. it? This is about. The, oh, this is yeah, zoom. one, two, that three, four. Zoom. No, we're still. We need one more to get to the Cryptopsy stage. Come on. Uh, uh, where's where's 7G? Where's he at? Right. I'll go invite some people. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, uh, I think we do a max of 10 on here i think maybe more i don't know 10 people that's yeah, yeah. The brady good bunch, folks a legit this, brady bunch going it's a nice spread shit. he's san diego uh, nobody's repping first like go still yeah. hey please born and raised roots all right that's what's up <laughs> yeah no, i'm not i'm not knocking it I'm gonna write Aloha on the bottom of it though. Just to- <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's Anthony's new hat now. Every time I wear it, every fucking episode. Somebody, somebody buy Anthony a new hat. Full disclosure: My kids fucking broke my archaic oh, hat. I'd still be wearing the archaic hat. Oh, oh, dude, this is getting nuts, dude. Seven G's, Guernsey. This is good. Yeah. This is oh, good. Oh, yeah. I love this, dude. Yeah. Somebody posted the the, the stream link in the Made chat, it. apparently. And, uh, here we are. Whoops. <laughs> oh my god. Right, takeover. Awesome. What's up, guys? Let's all let's all stare at. Uh, now you Casey, got eight guys gonna listen to your story, dude. No, let's all stare at Casey Brand while he finishes a story about his uh, story. Now. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Uh, so you unexpected. So uh... no, it was after that. Like how how. Uh, at the gates he's never heard of which fuck man so yeah, i think well, i i think i missed the boat on at the gates because i was still under the the dad household. i missed thing. a bunch of boats so yeah. it's all good yeah yeah he missed uh, the ld50 boat bro you need mm, to jump on that shit dude i mean i berber dinged it a little bit but berber dinged it what the <laughs> fuck does that mean dude? i've never dude, heard that it's, in my it's life. the baseline the berber ding berber oh. ding yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought it was like some weird fucking like boat lingo that i did yeah i call my dude. i call my barber bar, uh, his name's barber, barber dan ding. so i call him berber ding <laughs> nice dude perfect that's amazing joel's still on uh, the rv yeah. dude yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never left. You guys forgot me. No one's still there. You told us the story. Are you actually there, still in the RV, though? No. You actually it actually looks like you're in the RV. Still. Yeah, they, they gave the RV back to the guy with me still in it. So <laughs> yeah. he's just, just sitting in the he's sitting in a closed yeah. parking lot right now. I just live here. Off. He can't get out because of the barbed wire. Yep. Dude, yeah. So. So for all the listeners out there, we have nine people on the pod right now. (laughs) And uh, it kind of feels like, you know, when you're like in a jacuzzi, and then just like everybody gets in. Yeah, dude, we were just chilling. And it's like, you know, you're like, oh, shit. You're like comfortable for like, you're like laughing for 30 seconds. Had a few beers. Yeah, "Yeah, dude, we still got, we got room, uh, dude. Get over, dude. It's like we're touching legs now, but it's all good. I love it. You know, it's like, I'm just comfortable. It's a new experience for me. I just, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, right. Let everybody know for the listeners, though. Oh, the Joel sat on my lap. Yeah, sound right. off, dude. Who oh. are you? Why are you on our show? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Get sound off. We got list people that listen only. Let's go from. G's. Let's go from right to left, bottom 
Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Kyle Chapman. I play guitar, make toilet noises, and Ethereus. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then... I'm Alex Basie. I'm sure you've got enough of me on this podcast already. Is this I'm number four friend. for you? This is number four for you now. Exactly number four. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sounding my voice is terrible anyways, so. <laughs> New audience for them. Yeah. We'll just take over okay. with that anyways. Hi, oh, my yeah. name is Mitch. I uh, slapped a bass in Ominous Rune. Uh, stoked to be back on the podcast. Hell yeah, Uninvited. dude. Uninvited. <laughs> 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 That's good. Dude, we got Joel in the house. I'm actually wearing our merch because I don't have any clean laundry. So, <laughs> got that shit. Well, yeah, how can you clean your laundry if you're stuck in the RV, dude? Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Damn. It's been a week, dude. You got to get out of there. Nah, dude, it's chill. Infamous 7Gs, number three spot. So, we got all repeat except for KCB, right? Yeah. Shit. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Repeat offenders. Here. I've been doing good with the KCB thing, dude. Casey can't pull a fast yeah, one on me like last no, episode. No, kind of, it's kind of bumming me out a little bit. I don't like KCB. Like you just go no, no, and just, it's like, mm. just leave it open, dude. Don't have so many restrictions. Uh, so we wanted to pause the origin story a little bit and just do a little tour recap. Yeah, dude, let's over. talk more about the yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's going first? Well, we don't need anybody to go first. We just need... Uh, so we already got we already first. got them so we had uh <laughs> we had the transportation situation already yeah i yeah. mean did we already talk about like well we we talked about casey's couple of favorites was cupertino and long beach so what's up with long beach like we've never played long beach is it i could talk about to that it? yeah i set yeah. that one up it was so easy i just hit up my promoter friend pietro shout out pietro butchie uh cave goblin productions uh, he booked us, uh, as in The Last of Lucy, at Supply and Demand before. I just said, hey, uh, I'm going to be playing drums for Ominous Ruin. We're doing this tour. I sent him the tour uh, flyer. I just said, we need a show in SoCal. Can we do Supply and Demand? He said, let me get back to you. Next day, he's like, yeah, you got the you got the venue. I said, okay, cool. I'll double duty with Last of Lucy. He says, perfect. And that was it. And then I literally like didn't even talk to him until like the day of the show. And I'm just like... Uh, yeah, what time is load in? And then we just like show up and Josh from Last of Lucy just promoted the shit out of that. He printed a thousand yes. fucking flyers and gave out yeah. 800 flyers, <laughs> which he told so me. Fucking extra. That was amazing. And then, uh, and nice. it was just fucking great show and a lot of friends were there and I got actually a picture with, so all of Dreamer came and then all of Ominous Ruin, obviously, <laughs> and all of Last of Lucy. So three of my bands were all there on stage with me at the same time. Uh, so that was like a proud, <laughs> proud moment for myself. So. That That's was awesome, what's man. up with Long Beach. Yeah, so that was flying, a So flying show still works. You're saying Apparently. like you go... he, he works at a dispensary, so he just gives them out at oh, the dispensary. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. He he he's just a great Josh is like a great like he's not a promoter in the like a like as a job, but like he Business. promotes and he's good at it. So yeah, do you he should learn. Do you, do you have any merch left for sale? <laughs> for which band? All of them. Yes. Uh, yes. All of the bands have merch for sale. I want one shirt of each. Okay. I'll, I'll get you a merch uh, care package. I'll bring it down next week. Because I'm I'm pretty low on like everything. Like, like serotonin. I, I think yeah. <laughs> melanin. I am tired. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrated. Melanin too. A white. Alex, <laughs> why don't you talk about Cupertino? Because that was kind of hometown, home turf. Ugh. 
That was the best time we'd ever played Cupertino for sure. I mean, I used Damn to move a mile down the street from there. I mean, it, I think we played, that was our fourth show. Was it our third or our fourth show back at the X Bar since we came back officially? Mitch, Joel? Mm. I think fourth. Uh, either third or fourth. But I mean, yeah. the first one we did a CD release show there, and that one was pretty awesome. Um, we had a lot of support and sold like a grand worth of merch that night. Then the, the two in the middle were, were fine. I think we opened for Archaic and we played a different one. But then this one was by far the most insane response I think I've ever had on stage. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Nice. It was like, I mean, I would stop talking in between songs and people were still like, yelling at me nonstop. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, what up, dude? Yo, yo. Yeah, dude, full 10, dude. <laughs> oh, damn. Can you hear us better? Fools? Yeah. Very fuzzy. <laughs> I'm out here in San Francisco selling crack because we didn't do well enough with selling metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Uh, Hard times. We're going to go see Amon Ra. Sick. Fuck yeah, man. Introduce Amen. yourself, brother. Better illusionist. What's up, Casey? And oh, shit. Else. What up, dude? I, What's up, dude? I have terrible eyes, dude. And there's 10 guys on the screen, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Title of your sex tape. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Alex. Seven <laughs> G's. Dude, this is a record, dude. This Mitch, is a total. Hell yeah! What's up, everybody? Is this a record? This is a record. Huh? Fuck yeah, dude! Ten people. We broke. Yeah. Amon Ra, dude. By the way, Amon Ra. Like I went to. I'll do the Psycho Fest. I guess in front of fucking thirty people in here. Dude, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I went and saw. Like, woke up and saw Amon Ra at like eleven or something. On like day what up fucking four of Psychofest, and I was like, I yeah, I was like no, no serotonin, just was like going like fuck, I'm down though, and uh, I watched him and I was like holy shit, that's like a, that's a band that I need to pay more attention to. I was definitely fucking thrown back by. I was like, Damn. like the singer has his back to you the whole time. He's got this like big tattoo, of, like this like hammer thing. And like he, at the very end, he like shows his face, and then he like leaves. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> yeah, it was. I know it was pretty much all Way like this, like stoner rock metal, like uh, kind of stoner metal people were just all. That was like their number one. That was by far of the whole Psycho Fest. And I was, I was like, even on like limited sleep and like hang like hangovers and stuff. I was like, this is fucking. I was feeling it, and I was thinking about even trying to skip out and go again but i'm like no i don't need more of that it's like <laughs> that's a lot it's you don't need to see that like more than like once every couple of years for me it's like it's such an experience yeah, and i'm like you don't need to see it like yeah go ahead definitely just gonna get hammered and vibe out and then uh let it just be its like, thing yeah hey is dan with you where's dan yeah dan is still, still inside living. the restaurant oh fuck son of a gun with his harem we can break our own record again of getting another dude on the same <laughs> camera. There he is. That's Dan. That is the limit. <laughs> Technically 11, it's dude. The Let's <laughs> max it out. Hell yeah. So, so technical. Oh, it's kind of loud in here. My bad. Maybe not. No, do it. Don't be a coward. <laughs> Casey's... <laughs> This is Casey's episode. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm just chilling, dude. No, I don't. don't do all that. <laughs> so you're listening to Mudvayne? Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. We're slapping it. I'll back that shit for life, dude. Yep. LD50. I probably said that yeah. five times already on the podcast. Well, there was a, what's it called? You remember, you remember Circuit City over in Santa Cruz? Like 7Gs, you remember that? There was like a Circuit City back in the day in Santa Cruz. 
Oh yeah, in the nineties. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, two thousand tens. But like Get your uh, PlayStation guy, games. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah in, dude! This guy came in in like too. a jacket, like a leather jacket. And he was a small little guy, and I was listening to metal. Like Odious was being played on like a local radio station or something. Hey, I was yeah. like listening. I was all excited, and I was like listening to it. <laughs> and he comes up to me. He's just all, "So you like the metal?" What up, Dan? I, I was working like the <laughs> audio <laughs> department back in the day. Oh shit, we have another. What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Hey, what Dan, up, what's, what's up, man? What's up? Man. What do you think about LD50? Handsome men up in this group chat right here, dude. Thanks, Hell dude. Yeah. Lots of beards, dude. Yeah. Kind Lots of, of beards for sure. Beards and hair. Thank you. Dude, had to have Oh, it. yeah. Gotta flex the, the biblical look, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> yes. DC talk, dude. What up? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Damn. Damn. Christian rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking striper. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Striping. You know, we're slapping Creed on the road. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, your arms were definitely wide open. That's, you know, it's catchy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ca it's catchy music. Like, it's like you know, the whole, like, Stone Temple Pilots Pearl Jam thing was coming out, and they're just like, dude, we'll yarl way harder, dog. Like, <laughs> yarl, dude. Yarl. It's like, oh. It's like, I don't know. I can't even do it. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know who did that, but fuck yeah. Uh, is that Kyle? Yeah. It's the one fucking Seattleite. <laughs> nah, we have more people on the pod than viewers currently. <laughs> we were most that of the viewers so anyway. Funny, so. <laughs> that's why. Man, that's so funny. Oh, that's great, dude. But hey, Dan awesome. and Petter, you guys have fun tonight watching Amon Ra. Fucking yeah, thanks for, sick thanks for popping in. Hell yeah, guys. Rock and roll. Thanks for helping us break a record, dude. You're just gonna watch the invasion of his flash. Yeah, dude, totally, dude. Uh huh. <laughs> this robot yep, shit, dude. That's right. Wow, that's dude. what's happening. <laughs> Fuck yeah, perfect shit. Alien transmission. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude, we see AI. We're having a different. That's crazy. Kind of Jeff Huell situation going on. <laughs> shit. That was more like digital sounding though. Uh, Jeff Huell was just like a. No, but that's that far. At circuit, at circuit shitty, like uh, there was um, yeah. <laughs> no, there was uh, the dude came up. He's like, well, you're into the metal and shit, and I was all fuck yeah, dude. And like he's all he's wearing a mud vein like custom leather jacket, and I'm like, oh, this guy. Like I'm like I'm all like kind of like Damn. judging him in my head. I'm like I'm like you're wearing a custom mud vein jacket. This is fucking aggressive. But then like I That's was hard. like, yeah. He's all what what band are you in? And I was like odious blah blah. And he's I was like what you play any music? He's like yeah, I play in a band. I'm like what band? He's all mud vein. I was like oh you're the bald bass player guy, dude. Fuck yeah. And we just like yeah. hung out it's and like, talked. Where, for a while. Where's your horn? You actually it was, it was like fucking Ryan Martinet. Yeah, it was, it was Ryan for sure. Yeah, so yeah. you're sitting there judging him, like, with this little bitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and, and up being yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got owned a little nice. bit. And I was, have you guys yeah. heard him? Have you heard of him? Story. I forget what it's called, but he's in this crazy jazz band. Oh, yeah, for he, sure. He'd be slapping that bass for sure. Ryan he is rips those strings. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's insane. But, uh, like, yeah, that was like, like every shredder in some crazy jazz band. Is that like? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Obligatory. Kind of, at least do that once. I mean, jazz is the fucking ultimate, I think, dude. 
Alex over, is good. Over most tech death, jazz is way more sick to me now. What about me? What'd you say? Let's do a let's do a crazy jazz band, dude. It's about time. Uh, yeah, I can spaz out for a while. I'm probably I think Gilbert should be involved in that yeah. too. I don't know if Gilbert's in the no, chat, but what up, Gilbert? You need to uh get on that that jazz guitar shit. I want to hear a, a Gilbert side project where he because I know he can play that shit so good, dude. Oh yeah, Gilbert's like insane at that shit. He's gonna yeah. put me to shame. Don't do this to me. But now that Alex <laughs> is in San Diego, I'm gonna torture him to jam with me. We're just gonna make I'm Alex end up being up. in bands with all the Cali Death fucking yeah. Bay shit. Oh yeah, it's mostly gonna be. So you have to deal with it, and then you're like, oh, this is kind of too much. <laughs> Sick. You're like a drummer. <laughs> yeah. 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 A drummer with no skill. Yeah. <laughs> nah. All right. Um, did you guys talk about how? Fucking Casey ripped it on tour every night already, or no? Yep, kind of. Well, moving he on. He did. Right. Except that one night. This podcast we just started, we're like, Casey, you're really good. All right, see you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick, dude. It was sick watching Elusiveness play. And uh, like every night, just coming in and just setting the bar for the rest of us and just being savage. It was not only is it good music, like I became a bigger fan of the music, but like just watching these guys play every night was fucking awesome. Doesn't that suck though a little bit? Like I, I remember, like on those tours, like you're like, all right, a little nervous, and then like the opening band just like murders. You're like, fuck, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, yeah. pretty much. We That's had two, exactly we had two fucking awesome. bands every night before us playing that just fucking destroyed <laughs> us, and it's like, oh cool, what the fuck are we gonna do? We'll just slop our fucking dumb asses up there, and all right, let's get through the set. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it too, bud. Yeah. The sickest thing about Casey Brand is that he doesn't warm up. He just gets up there and kills it without Shut warming up. up. No warm up at all? No. Nope. Yeah. Do you do this nah. or something? Do you like shake your arms? Or... No. <laughs> no. I just vape. I, <laughs> I, I literally just sit there. I don't I, I feel like dude. I used to warm dude, up, but I drink. felt like it would it's probably it the bangs, to be honest. <laughs> oh, you're down yeah, you're down with that he's bang. Sipping those. Yeah, I got yeah, bangs all day. Uh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Disappointed I didn't see one in the background. They yeah. stopped doing stuff. Down. I was like wearing the bangs for a while. They like literally three of them. Oh, dude, that's why he doesn't have to warm up. Okay, that's why your tolerance goes up so quickly with bangs, dude. Like, I literally have a bang. Like when I was like into bangs a bunch, I can go right to bed. Like, it's like immediately. I could drink coffee and fall asleep right after. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of how it is for me now. Like, it doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. You have to like change it up. Like, if you have a rock star, like a weak ass rock star, you're like, oh shit, what's going on? Like, freak yeah. or like a, a black coffee or something. You're like, Jesus, it's got like a. A quarter of what a bang has, like one bang and like caffeine, but like it's your body just going like, all right, dude, like changing up the chemical structure. It's like, oh fuck, yeah. this is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all our bodies are always trying to find a homeostasis. So if you just fucking dump whatever into your stomach, your stomach's eventually going to be like, all right, this is what we got to work with. Let's fucking let's do what we can with it. You know, yep. totally. But it's it it's definitely those things fucking gave me like low-level anxiety i'm not an anxious person but i did drink fucking bangs for a little bit instead of coffee and like in the afternoon i'd be all like kind of low-level anxiety jittery and i'm just like what the fuck dude like what am i doing and then i quit quit those things that shit went away fucking a day later so i'm like all right dude can't fuck with those things anymore yeah like 300 milligrams of caffeine yeah 
Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's probably not even the because I'm a. I've been a coffee drinker since high school, like hardcore. So it's like it's not the caffeine. It's all the other bullshit that's in there with it, dude. I looked up actually because I was worried for a while. (laughs) I was drinking so many bangs. I was worried like, what's the LD fifty of caffeine? (laughs) That's you know, LD fifty means like. What that means mean? like a good mud vein down, dude. That means fifty percent people that that consume it die from it. That's what LD fifty means. It's like a drug term. I know, so, dude, but it's just funny that that's well, like. I know, but you're not the only person here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, now Joel's a fucking doctor. He needs to explain. Yeah, yeah but I looked up. The, I looked up the LD fifty. Anthony only told Anthony, so it means like the. I'm just kidding. But like, if you drink enough of caffeine, I think it's like literally. I think it's like three thousand milligrams or something like that. So oh, it's like shit, the LD fifty. It's yeah, it's like really high. So like, they're they're pretty safe giving you three hundred. Like right. you have to really like butt chug those to get those. <laughs> to get like have it skip your liver or something to get that. Right. You know? But um, yeah. So caffeine usually is just going to cause anxiety if you drink a lot of it. It's not going to like yeah. kill you. I mean, there was those four locos back in the day that were like had that certain formula that was killing people because kids were just chugging four locos because they had a bunch of alcohol in them. And they were dying because alcohol and caffeine together mm-hmm. was a bad, bad time. Right. I think it was They're actually some have a kids at a, at a university in central Washington that butt chugged it and ended up dying. Whoa. Dude. Yeah. You but don't like butt actually butt chug? Yeah. Like actually fucking butt chug. Yeah. You butt chug anything like the coffee enemas are real, dude. Those are yeah, the thing. And like uh, taking a vodka shot in your butt will get you fucked up. Yeah. yeah could actually <laughs> yeah. in the hospital. There was uh, these girls for a while that were tamponing the, the tampons, yeah. dipping it in vodka. And putting it in there all what no, a she... weird it's like that sounds like so much like devotion to wanting to get fucked up to where you're gonna stick it's like so much you alcohol just into you other organs in your it. body yeah. it's like, that's, <laughs> that's wild but oh, wait so what's okay this is a question if if you get drunk through your vagina or butthole <laughs> are you gonna blow a a fucking are you gonna blow a blood alcohol oh. probably not probably you still would because it's still in your blood. Okay, but it catches it through your breath, though. So if it didn't go into your gut, then it's not fuming out of your mouth. But we got you a hard yes. We got a yes in the chat. When, you, uh, when you're drunk, you still sweat it out of your body. So mm. it still kind of comes out of your skin. So I would imagine. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I actually don't know yeah. the answer. Yeah, you probably would like leave like breathe your last breath. You just wouldn't. Only one like... way to find out. Casey Brand, butt chugging <laughs> alcohol. I don't know, Anthony. Maybe you're onto something. Dude. I can't it's believe like, oh, that trash. fucking seven G's just pulls out a seven yeah. gallon thing of water. My cup was empty, dude. Oh my god, dude. brand loyalty. What? He's still <laughs> living in the RV, guys. Like, there's... no, he, he needed that on tour. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, yeah. god. I fucking yeah. found like ten, brought, bottles, <laughs> ten gallons of fucking water just all throughout the RV at any uh, time. Dude, bring that next time. Seven oh, G's. Seven G's is a big human, though. How tall are you, dude? Like You're like six tall. Yeah, or like six four. Oh, okay. Seven G yeah, seven. It's probably seventy <laughs> inches. Seventy seven inches. Six foot dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we we drank an extraordinary amount of water on that RV. But Joel yeah. drank like eighty percent of all of it. Did he you he bought your, like wait, wait, I really want to hear his height. What is your height? Seven G's. Oh, uh seven. No, for real. No, no. I think it's like six four. Yeah, uh, I was thinking like six, on a good five. day, probably six five. When I hung out with him, dude, I was like this the whole time. So like, <laughs> how how are those fucking mollies, dude? <laughs> dude, 
no. Oh my god. <laughs> so Molly's you guys got me. alcoholic beverage. Oh yeah, we got to keep doing the disclaimer on that because everybody would usually think we're talking about drugs. Six but no. shots. Oh yeah, six shots, five or six yeah, shots. The, but we're not going to go into it again. We already did it because I, I know, but like, uh, we're not taking Molly. I don't know. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a a very strong Molly. I mean, I've taken Molly a bunch, but if you butt chugged a Molly, you die. Dude, pretty much. You would probably end up in the hospital. Dude. So, Casey, uh, Rand, you like were into like unexpect, and then it's <laughs> <laughs> a good segue. Let's know. Let's get it. Let's all circle him and let him. You know, I thought we were talking story. more about the tour right now. It doesn't really matter what we're yeah, talking about. It. Ninety minutes. Of, yeah, yeah, it's over. I'll, okay. I'll I'm over taking it. over. I'm gonna take Do it. this. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Professor, yeah. professor's first episode back. Let him take the helm, dude. Okay. There he is. Uh, Kyle, give me the Ethereus takeover of the tour or take home <laughs> message, whatever. What's what's what was what was this tour? Did for you Ethereus? butt chug vodka, dude? Fuck no! Yeah. I barely fucking drank on tour. <laughs> like four nights, I maybe had some to drink. I don't know. Ethereus take home from this tour was. Uh, even in the shittiest times when you have shitty shows, if you had good tour mates, it's going to kick ass. That's pretty much That's it. fucking yeah. huge. That is Cheers. huge. That's, Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. No, no but um, for me, not a drunk. No, none of that. But, uh, I mean, if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to help you. Support each other. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. spot you, you know, fuck whatever you need. But, <laughs> no, I mean, we, we had a few nights that were duds, and, you know, it, I think the shenanigans leading up to the tour is well documented at this point, so I don't need to really go into it too much, but we mm. made the best of it, and everyone, mm. despite shitty drives, dying in the desert heat, and you know, oh, low turnouts on a few nights, everyone still Ta had good spirits and fucking brought it, and that's all that really matters. Tell yeah. us about like the off days and shit. Like, did you guys make the best of all the off days? I, I think so. Like The first off day was after Tacoma, <laughs> which so... Ethereus, we were all at home, so I went back to my house and did some yard work and shit. So um the the second off day, we all went to Houston and we actually went to that uh Sangua Sugabug and stabbing show down there that was fucking sick as shit. Just nice. a bunch of brutal death metal. I think Undead Sangua was on that Sugabug? too. Yeah. It's big stupid crazy name. But um I think Undeath was on it, No Moss, and just a bunch of brutal death bands. I didn't realize that hardcore dancing was still alive and well until I went to that hmm. show. So many fist fights. Just, I think Undeath's merch guy ended up throwing a table to the side and ran out and tried to fight some dude in the pit because he kept nice. doing cartwheels into the merch. Jesus, but, that's kind of the Texas style, right? I've always it heard seems that Texas like it. had their separate way of moshing because the the slam thing's big out there. And... It's huge out there. I had no idea because Seattle fucking sucks. We have shitty black metal and shitty death metal, and that's about it. Yeah, and going anywhere else is like, oh wow, they actually have a music scene. Neat. Yeah. We always heard about Texas and, and how it was sick out there. Yeah, it was super sick, but yeah, hung out, went back to um, our fill-in drummer lives in Houston, so we just crashed at his house. Drank Shout out whiskey. Aaron, dude. Yeah, Aaron seriously. is going to be the next big drummer you're all going to hear is, about. Aaron is very, very sick. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a good boy. Good What's old his Texas last boy. name? Hetzko. H-E-T-S-K-O. He is uh Keep that on your radar, guys. Yeah, plays in a band called the Zabellian Triangle, spelt with an X. Um, kind of like a symphonic death metal band. They have some Pretty clean cool. singing in there, but just super sick band, super sick dude. Love that guy. He is welcome to tour with us or just hang out with us anytime. So, And Aaron's super hungry. I actually got him another gig with another band that 
he'll announce shortly. And he's Sick. his schedule is open. He says, you know, hit him up for for drum gigs. So, I mean, I already like have too many that I can't do. So I'm already throwing <laughs> them to him. I'm probably going to try to throw more to him. And he's hungry and ready for it. So shout out Aaron. Um, yeah, shout out Barnes Chernobyl real quick. They're uh, with the Zoth call on the on the Seattle. Oh, yeah, yeah, Zoth is a sick sack. Zoth is super Seattle sick. Yeah. Zoth is sick. Not as sick. Pound is sick. There are sick bands in Seattle. It's just the majority of it is not. Great. I think that was just because. Yeah. He, he, well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of days off, we should talk about Austin, Texas. Uh, ah, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. guys. Barbecue. Uh, oh, any roadside barbecues or anything like that? Hell yeah. We, we went to Terry Black's, which is like kind of known for being one of the best. But well, I guess Joe Rogan blew it up to begin with. I went there like. I don't know, three years ago before the pandemic. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't eat barbecue anywhere else anymore. It's too good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I went in with the intention of trying to ruin everyone else's taste in barbecue, but it sounds like they're still content with California barbecue. So I'm a little disappointed. But me and Joseph and Joel, we got to go to the river, Barton Springs River, and hang out there for a while. Hell yeah. Yeah. The, the RV was plugged into a campsite for a change. So it actually had air conditioning. Nobody was dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you swim in the river and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we swam in the river. We saw the bats. You know, actually, we met up yep. with the Lucinus guys right as the bats were coming out to fucking do whatever bats do in the night. That was fucking sick. And then uh, we rode scooters around. It's one of those places where there's just like a fucking million scooters. You just grab one, and point your phone at it. We rode around. Uh, I dropped my phone, broke it. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Threw up in a bathroom. It was great. Did you <laughs> KCB or did you guys hang out with KCB on the off days too? Or did you guys do your own thing? No, nah, dude. Ominous just fucking dipped after every fucking show. They're <laughs> 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 like, hey, pussies. where's Basie? It was like, we don't know. They're gone. It took us goddamn like twice as long yeah. as you get anywhere. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that RV was shit. Yeah, you guys were sluggies. Well, no, but we did. We, we ended up meeting up for a little bit at uh, in Austin. We tried to all get barbecue together, but that was, uh, bro. That was you guys. You were late for that one. Don't blame this on. I don't even know. I don't know what we we're doing. Oh, because we were watching the bats on the bridge. Oh, yeah. No, nah, worth it. I'd want to watch that, dude. It was sick. It was sick. As soon as like as soon as sunset hit, like all like just they come coming out of a cave or whatever. It was under, under the, like, bridge. the bridge in like downtown mm -hmm. wherever Houston. Oh yeah, or... Austin's like filled Austin? with bats. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's like it was, a, it's yeah. pretty nutty. Bat country. There's like a million bats that live under a set of bridges and they all come out at the same time. Yep. It's super sick. And then we rode the scooters uh yep. to Terry Black's. That was fun. Yeah. The lime the lime scooters. Me yeah. and Justin went to that one chili place for some reason for because your dad told us to go there. <laughs> Yeah, I told my dad that story. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Chili's. <laughs> it's called the Chili Parlor. Apparently, it's one of the last like old style Austin bars, and it was cool. It was very cool. Um, I want to shout out like a bunch of people, but the night before Austin was uh, Fort Worth, and then I had some homies from the band Reviled come out. They're really sick Texas death metal band. Their drummer Brennan plays for Broda Quinn. Uh, their singer Taylor, Thick Neck Taylor, he throws Gordon the Heart of Texas Fest. Uh, they're, I met them in Chicago at Chicago Domination, and then they like came out to a show that 
was under attended i would say and then just like we just turned it into like heavy metal parking lot and just like partied all night and had a great night until it was time to go to sleep and it was too hot to sleep in the rv so mitch and i slept on the roof of the rv that night that was so bad for real Damn. yep yeah. we slept on the roof of the rv it was cooler outside than it was in it oh was yeah too hot Jesus. and humid in there there was more moisture in the rv than there was outside barely but sure yeah the, the trick is get too drunk to give a shit yeah humidity yeah, is such a fucking son of a bitch dude like i would take 110 <laughs> in sacramento because i let casey i lived in sacramento for a long time and uh man the 110 like dry heat versus like fucking 79 with 100 mm-hmm. percent humidity i would take 110 yeah. any day of the week like that's we like were, yeah we were in uh where were we at where the blues bar where was that at oh it was in phoenix phoenix, phoenix that was no never again yeah, no. <laughs> like 95 no, degrees was, with 90 percent humidity i couldn't no, i couldn't just stand there it looked like i just oh, got man. out of the shower dude it, it was, was fucking awful. Awful. yeah you, that's the yeah. worst is like walking out of a hotel room and you walk out and you're mm-hmm. literally like you feel that drip in your body like under yep. your shirt you feel like a drip right down your ass check. shower yeah, yeah, pointless. Yeah. yep and Terrible. you guys all being in the rv together it's like pouring the water on the hot rocks in the sauna or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. a swamp in that RV for like five days. <laughs> swamp. I, I, I like cashed a t-shirt in like 20 minutes. I like put it on. 20 minutes later, I just took it off. Like couldn't wear it anymore. Yeah. Jesus. But uh, I want to shout out Brennan in particular because we had to ditch all our weed before we got to Texas because that's like the responsible thing to do. And then Brennan comes to the show. He's like, do you want to smoke weed in my car and listen to the new Brodequin? And I'm like, fuck, yeah, we do. So <laughs> kind of saved our asses that night. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Texas is hardcore on weed. Oh, yeah. Still. Oh, yeah. When you go, it's when you go to that, there's a checkpoint between um, New Mexico and Texas. That, that's like that, the gnarly uh, one. It's like the scary yeah. one. I remember like. We found out about it once, and like Bill ate like an eighth of weed to like get oh, through it. Well, well, the dog was like in the fucking back, like smelling him. He was like had a fucking eighth stuck in his throat. And he was like freaking out. And then we're like, all right, never again. We're not. We know about this place now. We're not being stupid. And uh, we smoked all the weed and threw it away, or whatever, we, before the checkpoint. And uh, they were just like, we got. They brought us in still because the dog was tripped by something. And then fucking there's like a reggae band in there just lying just like no we don't have any weed dude we don't have any weed and they're just like and they just bring out like all these bags of weed in front like you fucking lied to us well and we're sitting there like fuck we're gonna go to jail if they find anything i think we threw everything away so they got their own mini customs type deal where you gotta they're looking for humans but they definitely you know drug trafficking is a thing with that too so it goes along with it so yeah it was it was like literally you pull up to a checkpoint and there's like a big wall there next to the checkpoint and then there's all of a sudden just a guy turns with a dog and just goes on your car. And I, we were like, what the fuck? And I was yelling to Bill, like, fucking eat it. What, what, eat it right now. Like, And he just ate all of it. And But, like, <laughs> never again. We're like, we're a professional band. We're not. Fuck. We know this place exists. We're not stupid. We got rid of it. We smoked it. We're, you know, just be honest with them. Just be like, yeah, we smoke weed. We got rid of it, though. We're not dumb. Like, we're not trying to transport weed federally or whatever the fuck. Right. And uh, yeah. they're like, all right, cool. And then they fucking found... The dog was still tripping, and they ripped apart our air conditioning system and found like a little tiny piece. And they were uh, like, "For real?" Yeah. And I was like, "Well, you guys." They were, at the end, they were like, "You guys were truthful with us. That's like a weird thing to be in there. Someone could have just put it in there, like, a, like one, like a a two hit of a bowl thing." And like, yeah, yeah. He was like, "You guys weren't trying to smuggle anything, so keep going." But we were just watching this reggae band just get arrested in front of us, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy, you know? Oh, I know. No. So I don't fuck around when you're. I mean. Nowadays, obviously, it's a lot more lax with the laws laxing up, but federally, it's still not chill. So, 
Yeah, be careful. And also be careful, too, if you're touring and you're going between Michigan and you're going to Michigan to New York or something, because it will route you. I don't think it will do it anymore, hopefully, but the Garmin's used to route you through Canada. So they'd be like, oh, it's faster route. Just go through the gnarliest checkpoint in the United States. And then like, you'll get there super quick, dude. It'll be like awesome. You'll be in jail, but it'll be super red Like if you go this way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, you know, brain drill. That's a, that's a classic example. But um, yeah. there's been times where we were like, fuck, this is like the last exit until Canada. We had to like dump everything, you know? But yeah, just be that cognizant, hurts, guys. Dude. Like, well, luckily I was able to lead. give... We gave yeah, all yeah. ours away to my friend Andre from Fields of Elysium, and uh, I like gave him a like a little bong and grinder. I don't know why I brought a grinder; that was dumb, but I gave it away. And uh, I was like glad it went to someone and not just like thrown on the side of the road. And also, shout out Andre because he like the day before the show he was like, "I can't really make it," blah blah blah. But then he's like, "Dude, I got work off. You guys can stop by. We could like take showers, take a nap." And just did the whole like you don't even know what it's like on the road when there's like oh we can like take a yeah. shower and a nap you know and in yeah. a sick ass house and he like just hooked us up and then was at the show fucking rocking out so shout out and they like I did my last tour with Fields of Elysium so it was like for them to come out I like got to see my old tour buddies again and so definitely check out Fields of Elysium and shout out Andre and Quana who made it as well so. some sort of a rock and roll band. Yeah, they play. It's kind of rock and roll. It's a little more fields? tech death, but oh yeah, feels like yeah. Oh, yeah. F- fields is like progressive tech. Oh, I love it. Uh oh, don't get me in. Don't say the don't in say in the p word around me. Andre Andre's <laughs> Andre's very sick. He's a very cool yeah. basis. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. he's also giant. He's like taller than Joel. Very tall man. Yeah, dwarfs yeah. Joel. Yep. Is he like a? Is it like both of us combined? Probably. <laughs> Almost, pretty much. He's, he's like 13 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, so, I'm gonna reel, I'm gonna reel it back in because I want to actually do the Casey Justice thing and like give him his uh, episode and stuff. Yeah, I think we're <laughs> ready yes, to get it back over. But I love the the tour. It's like a tour prank on fucking Zoom, dude. Tour pranks. That's what, <laughs> it's fucking, like it, it's what the yeah. first time it might have ever been done. It's like a tour, like because you know every last show of the tour, like bands would do just fucking banana shit to us. Like we're like, oh shit, what's coming? You know, it's like mm-hmm. left and right, like all this shit. But uh, I fucking love all you guys. That's fucking you got him. You got me. You got him. <laughs> got all of us. But uh, I want to get back to the Casey story and uh, stop looking at your fucking pretty faces. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, right, dude. Me too. Right. Yeah. I love you, you guys. Like <laughs> What'd you right. like to know? Thanks for so having me. your new drums. Fuck yeah, guys. Yeah, love dude. you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Later, guys. guys. What? Smoke tobacco. Yeah, what happened? What? Smoke Smoke tobacco. Smoke tobacco. Oh, <laughs> Smoke tobacco. All right. Hey, we're just Smoke tobacco. Um, yeah. no, oh, I did you to, see that they said that actually more people now are officially smoking weed than tobacco, like in the U.S. or something? Oh, shit. Something like that. That's good. Wow. Yeah, it's, there's good. a whole other rebellion thing going on, too. Like, yeah. a lot of people are getting back to Christianity because of, like, how, like, certain sides of the spectrum are bumming them out, and they're, like, becoming more Christian now. <laughs> it's, like, a really? measurable thing now. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, rebellious now to be Christian. It used to be like opposite. It used to be like, you know, being Christian was like, oh no, you're trying to stop our music, and now people are going like back to it now. <laughs> I read a study about it. I was like, holy shit. But anyways, so uh, <laughs> I know. Interesting. 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 
So what do you guys think about the politics? I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, <laughs> all I know so, is yeah. when I was at DSN, I was like, man, there's so many fucking people here. It was like crazy. It was like a hunt, like fucking it looked like almost a thousand people, but it probably wasn't. But it was like so many. It was, was all like, for Satan, dude. All these people are here for Satan, dude. I like couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, this is so funny. <laughs> dude, I bet, like, it was like normal them, people. A tenth of them were for Satan. I'm not. Oh, they were totally there for Satan. I we played be. next door to, to kidding, side and cataclysm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what, that's where right. was that at? That was in San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Oh. Yeah, oh, Joe, that place, you. Vibes Underground. Yeah. That place was very sick. Yeah, Vibes Underground. Um, Interesting. Vibes Underground. Yeah. I wanted to sneak in to see Deicide, but I didn't. But we could it hear like them it. from the back. So it was like right behind their stage, so I could like hear Steve's drums like acoustically. Oh, it's like so sick, dude. It was awesome. pretty fucking cool. They played um, the Legion and- album perfect, dude. It's like every song da, 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 and it ended just like on the dot. And we just I was there with Diego and, and uh David and we just kept looking at each other like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after every song like it's real right. shit, dude. And then it's awesome. It's just oh my dude, totally so sick, dude. Anyways, sorry. So yeah, back to Katie's <laughs> story. Well, basically, like high school, right? We're talking. We were in high school. I know we've gone like one foot. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's a long journey tonight. He started to blossom as a um, um, listener of metal, catching different styles. And no, he's in Bakersfield. He's in the warehouse. That's where we're. Uh, at. Yeah. Um, so prior to that, I, I kind of skipped a little bit, but um, I had already gotten into deathcore, metalcore stuff. Um, then we went to Bakersfield, or I moved to Bakersfield. So I got into like sixth and unexpect, and uh, where is a uh, Symphony X? I think he oh, also yeah. kind of showed me some stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Romeo, is that his name? Fuck yeah, yep, that's his yeah. name. That guy's nutty, legend, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then after that, yeah, it was just kind of like. Just listen to regular shit, I guess. I don't even listen to metal anymore now. I just listen yeah. to metal. yeah, like Vector U, which is like dubstep video game remixes. Oh, <laughs> you're one of those. One of those uh yep. I know so many people have known that like in death metal and stuff that have moved to dubstep after I mean, maybe they were into it before, but like they've moved to like being a DJ or something like that. Like it's still like David, our old guitar player, was all into the jungle stuff, like super crazy technical, like shit and he was like trying to explain it to me you know like yeah still like, is. shout out warbreaker still yeah warbreaker i like i still he would like bring me in there and i was like i don't like he'd put the headphones on me and like show me the dj shit and i was like this is banana town this is like a different take yeah. on music completely and well he showed me another super technical type of edm electronic dance music which is jungle and drum and bass jungle. and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. and and that rabbit hole opens up some really fucking crazy shit like the sound murderer wired for sound so that is called sound murderer and the album is called wired for sound and it's two or three 20 30 minute tracks that are just these crazy mixes of the most aggressive technical drumming over these reggae samples and other weird sounds and shit and i'm like oh dude it's so obscure it, but at the same time, it like it, it makes sense with what we listen to. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we listen to a version of that just with live music, live instruments, and a different kind of 
aesthetic yeah, and, a and technical crazy version but really if you push it through the filters it it, it works you know like so with K our, kcb what, though i want to i want to know like because i mean i know uh anthony you've been into hip-hop for a long time but kcb where you went from metal to edm like what what made that shift because i know that I, you know yeah go for it i i don't even i don't really listen to edm it was just uh vector u is actually super super recent um i think it just came across on my recommended on youtube or something like that and now i'm like into like all his shit how did it but, click with you though how did it how because did, I've, I've been trying to get into it like for a long time and i've always liked the and i have like you know fucking archaic guys like getting me like showing me stuff all night long but it hasn't actually clicked for me yet and i keep telling them that and they're like well check this out check this out like what actually clicked with you moving that style of music uh i think it was just because it's like video game stuff so he, like, he did like donkey kong and like metroid and stuff oh, so it's just like maybe like the nostalgic aspect yeah kind of like mm -hmm. helped me kind of grip me a little bit mm -hmm. um but like I, I could never just like fucking dubstep on youtube and just jam that shit out i could i can't do that so you have like a so it's more than like the eight do. the eight bit aspect of it the old school video game soundtracks it's, that, yeah it's not even like eight bit dude like is it, is it can i can we link one yeah, I don't know. That. Okay, is it copyright? Mm -hmm. I won't. It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever. Um, like turn me. So no, he's not gonna turn you right now, dude. Come on. So like, uh, who would I link it to? Can I just link it in the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is wrong, a wrong chat. Oh, I just put it in the regular chat. <laughs> Oops. Oh, well. There you guys, all you guys are not <laughs> not everybody in the chat. Like, everybody in better. the chat, go to it if you want to. Yeah, because so, you can check it out for yourself. So that, so this is like the Cooper Troopa beach from um, uh, Mario Kart 64. Mario. Oh, totally. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, and it's it's just, he like just read, read it everything and it just has like a vibe to it. I don't know. But that was one of the first ones that I listened to. I is it the nostalgia of like uh, the like video game stuff and then like mixing it with like kind of trippy technical yeah like yeah yeah okay yeah it's just kind of like it's it's just it's not like um i don't know how you would say it like uh overbearing like normal dubstep is i guess yeah it's just kind of cool well that was the thing that got me too because i was trying to like you know you know with like metal or with rock or prog or anything like i was like so there's instruments and stuff but there'd be like with with uh like I don't know electronic music, there would be parts where it'd be like a weird like Mario noise, and I'd just start laughing because it, yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. made me like laugh because it was like a it was a recognizable noise, mm -hmm. but it was like used in like a part that was like a drop, like, like it was just like used this part, and I was like, and like everyone's just like serious, like no, everyone's all serious <laughs> face to it. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like I'm sitting there like cracking up, and they get all offended and stuff. I'm like, dude. They're using the fucking the mushroom noise from Mario. Like there's no or like the coins that... or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, to me, it's all it's fun. It's not like serious. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just for me personally. Have you guys ever gotten into old like seventies psychedelic electronic stuff, like Tangerine Dream, like German oh, stuff? Yeah, yeah. That's like Mo that's... Moog shit, right? I I dip my toes in Tangerine yeah. Dream, but not. I don't didn't go. Too you know, craft work, right? you know yeah yeah unknown band but um yeah but like there's like this really cool atmospheric music that's like it's just 
some of my favorite stuff that's like come out from all that you know like tangerine dream and then like so many other artists and stuff and then new people now of course like the stranger things guys like survive and uh what is it steve moore i think steve moore whatever he uh does that stuff zombie in those bands and like that stuff is so fucking rad i like like i find myself so often just putting that on like like when i want to hear something i just have this like on my i just put on like a genre and i have it all like kind of in that all that stuff mixed together you know but you know what genre actually was in a video game band what was it called (laughs) the next level (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, nine words behind dude it was just like we were just played it like played drums and stuff but but yeah. No, but you know, actually, what actually got me into like electronic music to like start because I'm just talking about like where to start with it. If you're not into it, someone gave me a low tempo, low tempo something. I don't know what you call it, but like a low down tempo, tempo, down tempo. And I was listening to it, and I'm like, this is sick. Like it's kind of like a Pink Floydy version of EDM. And I'm like, this is where I needed to start. I didn't need to start with like the like I could. Yeah. I didn't need to start there. I needed to start like you know, like I did with rock and everything else like i needed the full journey not just like jumping like to the fucking end the finish line you know because it's like showing someone spawn a possession instead of showing them like a really mellow like a ease into it kind of band you know i think I like, a group that you would like maybe is board of boards of canada i think you would be okay. into that dude hell yeah it's trippy and it's it's like more minimal well i should say like the album that i listen to is more minimalistic and it's nothing crazy but it's still like you catch you catch a vibe listening to it i'll I'll send you uh the album that i'm down it's i think it's called music for the children or something like that but yeah dude joel you should definitely yeah super down i mean my brother's an ed or a electronic dj like it sends me a bunch of I don't know what's. I mean, I wouldn't even call it EDM. It's just instrumental electronic music. You know. Yeah. I don't know how to measure. I don't know how to gauge any of it. So it's like, yeah, it's all a new thing. It's kind of where I'm at. So like, I there's this uh, state Azure Azure. Hell yeah. Have you? Do you guys know who they are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the guys. So he, he did a Tangerine Dream cover. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, which was actually sick. pretty sick. Fuck um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube actually. It's like the this vaporwave, lo-fi. Oh yeah, I like that stuff too. Kind yeah, of shit. I've heard yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, I've gotten to that. Uh, that's the kind of like I'll listen to that like just mm-hmm. like in the back of my brain or something. And then uh, there's actually a label that I like to listen to a lot called Cryo Chamber. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I haven't. It's yeah. cool. It's very uh, ambient noise. Some of it has like melodies. Um, nice. It's it, that's kind of like. Where I go because like yeah. uh, nowadays like the most of the shit I listen to is like sessions or mm-hmm. you know fucking band music that I'm trying to write or something or yeah whatever I think there's like a soothing aesthetic to electronic stuff in a different way too like sometimes I'm like my I'm like overhearing cymbals and stuff and like real mm-hmm. you know instruments or like abrasive okay. guitars and I just want to hear like you know this like nice synth it's like it just it's like different textures like for my ears you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's cool makes sense. I mean, even like noise, like noise is like a fucking genre that um, yeah. I, I, I saw Laughing Dog, which I've known those guys forever, but like cause my I was a little kid helping them load in stuff with my brother, but um, they have parts where there's noise in the middle of it and they're kind of known for that. And it's just fucking gnarly noise. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's like mind altering. Gnar- but like seeing it live, I was like, I get it. Like this mm-hmm. is like a trip. This is. And insane like it's taking you down 
like a, a non like you're not on acid but they're trying to make you on acid you know, yeah, like like a, psychedelics through noise yeah and i was like sitting there and i was like i get it like i totally get it but i think maybe yeah just starting live with stuff some of that stuff is like getting the feeling of it because that's well most people in electronic music want to be live with it you know it's not like a, a cd they're trying to put on it's like a an experience they're trying to provide you know what i mean and that's like probably what i'm missing out on with to throw back to like how that felt just to uh shout out matt holland's hollenberg again for uh he was a previous guest and his band cleric did the same thing dude they have these like weird very trippy trancy noisy like interludes that pop up throughout their set that really just puts you like in this weird zone it's almost being hypnotized dude you know like you're exactly. forced you're forced into this like mental zone where it's kind of just like you almost you're gonna float off the ground and you're gonna do whatever this noise makes you do yeah you know definitely you almost lose control of yourself because of a uh atmosphere that's made by a, a, a layer layers of different noises that yeah, it's just it's trip, dude. And that that I can see the aesthetic and and see the reason why people would want that like constantly because anybody humans are so like into so many different things. Like there is a guy that loves that feeling so much that he that's like the main thing. That dude wakes up, gets a coffee at Starbucks and puts on fucking noise. <laughs> noise, dude, <laughs> you know, to go to work and it it, like, and it makes him feel good. While yeah. he's having his cappuccino or mocha latte, whatever. I mean, a lot of old black metal is, is kind of noise. You know, it's like a lot of just like a recorded terribly kind Abra of like abrasiveness. Yeah, that's kind of the, it. it reminds me of that a little bit. Just kind of gives me that vibe of like, oh shit, I don't know what I'm, what's going on. But like, I feel like this like your brain kind of goes like, well, it's this fucking limbo of like watching a band like you're kind of uncomfortable. But you're watching it but you're kind of comfortable yeah you, know, like, like you, you enjoy the tenseness that it gives tense. you it's tense yeah you just like drive up at the starbucks drive through it's like <laughs> <laughs> you're like extra shot i'm like ready like yeah, a yeah. the darkest coffee <laughs> no, no it was hey, what yeah. were you playing what, what were you playing on your switch on tour casey just to uh mostly breath of the wild you were oh i yeah. knew you were I, I mean i didn't know you were going to say that but that was what i was thinking but as my answer because that's my favorite game on on switch dude. Me, me and my son are like it's, zelda bro it's oh yeah. dude you're oh, hitting, you're hitting so many buttons with me right now because it's <laughs> like Wait. my oldest and and my wife and even my middle like we were like a four person team in that game dude and it was like a, a family event yeah we beat that game together dude but it was mainly my my oldest trevor that fucking murders in that game <laughs> well I have, a, I have a breath of the wild story which is this week my the owner of my music school's son i teach piano a couple times and he came in with his switch this time because last time i told him if he could bring a switch i'll help him and he actually did and so we were playing breath of the wild at the end of our lesson and I taught him how you can deflect a guardian laser back at it. And when I like 
like one try one killed it like one hit killed it and i just gave yeah. it back to him and i walked away and it was like the coolest thing i've ever done dude. <laughs> hell yeah dude you, you show that kid man you showed him what's up i or like i'm up. like i'm like oh how do i play this again okay bam and then i'm just like yeah you're gonna do fine don't worry but there you, go, man. But you can deflect the flames back to a lionel too and then mount it like a like a Mount it like a horse, and then you could start stabbing it in the back of its neck, dude. Yeah, I know about that, but <laughs> I've only gotten to do that once, and it was like an easy one. Now I can't do it anymore. What's What's up? Most, you know, you know about the flurry rushes, dude. Have you ever seen some? Yeah, yeah. Flurry? All right, yeah. That's this is the most about. Twitch thing we've done the whole time we've been on. <laughs> video games. Well, this this game is legit, because. But where are you? Fucking... Yeah, where are you at in the game, Casey? Like I'm at, oh, like I, 114 I, shrines. I'd beat it. It's all done. Yeah, I, like what I'm you... just looking for like Koroks and uh, yeah, finishing okay. the shrines or whatever. Koroks. But... Can you go back so... after you beat it, after you beat the game? Can you go back and like collect shit and make it? Yeah, keep like... doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It cool. doesn't. It doesn't save after you finish it. It saves like before. Even even the main okay. boss whatever. Calamity oh, Ganon, gotcha. he comes back and you yeah. can go fight him as many times as you want. Yeah. It's this whole like world that you can just exist in, dude. Like it's yeah. t- it's crazy to the point where like you get to a point where you have your own house you can store your weapons there a bed means that you got a good night's sleep and you get full energy after you wake up Um, you gather food you hunt food you make different recipes that will work towards different things so like if you got to go into a frozen area you can cook things with like spicy peppers and shit and it'll it'll give you like a heat heat like a certain amount of time you could be in the cold yeah cold resistance but it's just it's 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 a there's there's puzzles there's fucking bosses there's you could do so many things in that game yeah i'm trying to like get everything in the inventory you can possibly get like buy all the upgraded shit from the fairies and that's crazy because then it's like you need five of this item and then you got to go find five of that item which could mean fighting like five bosses just to get the items you need is right the or whatever it's like so many levels connected yeah it's really and fun. there's certain places you could blow up rocks and they'll have like <laughs> precious metals in there or like diamonds oh, yeah. and shit and that works that that goes towards your currency it did it's jealous it, it actually and it's like but it's not like the i mean the, just like when i was a kid i could do the whole like long like the long stay game thing like going for like okay i'm gonna go collect shit blah blah, blah. now i'm just like I need instant like Call of Duty like murder right like I need like right away. Like, I, need, like, I want to be <laughs> done in like ten minutes. Be like oh I got beat or like yeah. oh I won the thing. You know it's like yeah uh, like nowadays I just need that. That's all. I only play Call of Duty now. It's only I mean I play it like a little bit maybe like twice a day. Yeah. The only but, uh, literally the only video games I play is when I'm with with my kids. So but that's Hell yeah yeah, yeah. I that, feel that's like an art... awesome bonding tool by the way. That that actually seems like a rad thing. You guys are both. You guys are yeah. both killing it because I want to do that with my kid for sure. So, yeah, that sounds yeah. fun as fuck. Interactive he loves it more than kid. I do, man. It's like he's like always asking me questions about Majora's Mask. He's a huge Zelda nerd, by the way. Hell yeah, Zelda. that's awesome. So Majora's Mask, uh, yeah, Ocarina of Time, all that stuff. He's just like, why is Majora's Mask so sad? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> there are those YouTube videos and the lore of it that just suck you in. They're all cinematic and stuff. Like, have you watched the? Uh, the master class on the ocarina of time thing i think that's Ooh. the one yeah yeah that one's Dude. crazy it's like what they I talk like about this sh- uh, maybe it's not master maybe it's master text i think it okay. is called something like that but it's it's really just like a like a visual essay about about zelda 
and the Ocarina of Time in particular. Oh, a master class in subtext. Yeah. Dude, okay, that video yeah. fucking I felt things, dude. I was like, yeah, oh dude, my this God. video fucking tripped me out. It makes you realize like game, how dude. much those characters like change. Like I felt like, oh, I am Link. Like I thought of myself as Link because I've played him so much. Like right. he was so much a part of my real life identity. It was crazy. Joel, Jesus. you'd be down, bro. You'd be down. I have the I have a Oculus. I don't know. I love how he left and took a break for like five, ten minutes and you guys are still it's talking still about Zelda. Games, no, no, no. <laughs> nice. That's what I was telling them. It was like awesome. the most Twitch thing we've ever done. But uh yeah. Yeah. I guess and the soundtrack to that game is sick as fuck. We're, too. we're in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the fucking Oculus. Koji is Kondo. Oh, he's the legend, know. dude. Yeah. The goat. Yep. yeah, he's the goat for sure. But so I played a little cart. I bid uh cart eight. I actually got some golds on on circuits that I hadn't so I like set some new records for myself on tour, which a is Mario Kart. Sick. Yeah, another great game, dude. Yeah, what, so um, is it eight? Yeah, eight deluxe. Yeah, okay. and they're they're putting out more like fucking DLC for it now. There's like new new levels. I haven't tried, but Trevor would get so pissed at me, dude. Like <laughs> legit upset because I I'm like I'm not holding back, dude. You want to race? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is going to be a real thing. I'm not going to yeah. like I'll do it for Dominic, but I'm not going to do it for you and it'd be like for the yeah, I think you do four races in a row and he's and Trevor would just be like, "Nah, dude. I'm done. Let's play something else." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "No, nah, dude. You got to endure it, dude. You get that's how you get better." Yeah. So you said but, uh, you always you always are victorious over your son. In the oh game. yeah, dude, and I put it in his face too. It's <laughs> the way you said it. Yeah. Victorious. No, but he's victorious. Yeah, you're like, I destroy Zelda. him. Yeah. Way better than oh, okay. the Breath of the yeah, Wild. I'd so. help you him. Should. I'd help him with like puzzles and shit mostly. I mean, yeah, I'd do my right. own thing, but like when he's playing, like the only thing he needed help on was like the puzzle shit. What all the shrines that had the puzzle things where we had to figure out what to do. Yeah. Just to show how boomery I am, like when there was puzzle games back when I was a kid, my dad was like all into computers when I was a kid. So um, there was literally a game called The Eleventh Guest, and there was, or no, Eleventh Hour, and there was Seventh Guest. And Eleventh Hour took seven DVDs or CDs to play. There was seven. It was like, it was because there were so many puzzles and stuff. It was like, you know, you walk through a haunted mansion walk into a puzzle and you have to like figure out this thing and like move like an, the chest an escape around. room before escape rooms well it's like you remember that, that game game mist you guys know about mist wow that's og yeah <laughs> oh, we're so it's like, it was like a more technical mist like mist came out and then there was like all these games yeah. where like it's like you walk around this room and like all of a sudden there's like this fucking board you have to figure out till these ghosts are fucking with you and you gotta like yeah. figure out the puzzle and that's what i started with was like those long because you had to fucking wait back in the day like you, mm-hmm. like there was no, you had no choice. There was no like instant gratification games. It was like, it's like, oh, it's all insert DVD seven. You're like, yeah. You know, go through the book and be like, all right, let's put this yeah, in. That's funny yeah, because like, back then at that age for me, I was into doom. So I just wanted to murder. So we like oh, yeah, swapped. Yeah. We now backwards. I'm into the puzzle <laughs> shit. Now you're just wanting to murder. Did you like guys I started with that, dude. I started, I'm old school, dude. I started with that shit. I moved <laughs> yeah. on, dude. I you got over those shit, puzzles, dude. dude. Now I'm just into murder, dude. If you guys yeah. play the game Hexen. Uh-uh. computer sounds like a cool thrash was band, that man. old 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 school yeah it was, it was like, like 64. i played it in high school in the late 90s like on the computer it was like kind of like a was doom that... i think doom was out um and those that was like the beginning of that kind of like we had this shitty computer that barely could play it but 
it was all gory and gnarly and it was yeah like, i was like they go wow, through the rooms cool, and like, yeah okay but hexen well, i was saying that about Doom. oh this looks just like oh, Doom, actually. yeah yeah yeah, totally. yeah hexen that was a good what up, marathon i won't go too deep i'm sure someone in the chat <laughs> that's well, would you fucking ever play Hey Taxi on Commodore 64, dog? <laughs> shit. Like, that's one of the best fucking dad games. It's 89, shit. Yeah, I've never played a Star Wars game, dude. That Shout oh. out. Uh, There's the some Darrow good 89. Star Wars games. Yeah. Light... Wait, what What console was that on? The Old Republic? Was that PlayStation? The Hexen? No, Hexen. Uh, the Metaros, Metaros 89 saying uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I don't remember. That reminds me, what different. was the game where um, it was like That's medieval and you like did shit? Castlevania? No, like you, the, the, the choices you made determined like you would like turn evil um, mm. or look like a paladin kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Like it actually, like it actually like oh, what up, changed Pit the Shark? way you look. Fable. Yeah. Fable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that game oh, yeah. is yeah, I don't sick know that as one. fuck, dude. I love that game. It's cool. <laughs> The video game. Of the yeah. Oh yeah. And the sickest one for me was flashback on Genesis. But you guys probably don't know about that. So, anyways, uh, what do you guys think about shoes nowadays? They're getting all weird. I need to get some. Uh, so, actually, Anthony, how did, this, how, did this, how did this get you to? So we talked about we kind of skipped over stuff. We're like, yeah, you know, like blah blah, then like electronic music, and now I'm playing like 290. <laughs> like, <laughs> like death <metal> drums. <laughs> That's like, you, I feel like there's something we skipped a little bit. Did you have any bands before the Odious Construct? Uh, I had a... So... Actually, not really. I feel like I had my high school band that was called the Battle of Midway. Um, and then after like tons of hiatuses... There, I mean, there was a couple of people I played with, but it was never like a, a band band thing. I think Odious Construct was probably like my first legit um, thought out constructed like this is what we're gonna do thing mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is kind of crazy because that was like i was like 30 that sucks <laughs> yeah you're a little <laughs> bit of a late bloomer for sure better late than never dude yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, i mean that's part of the sacramento scene it's i've been talking about for like anymore. this whole fucking time of like me moving to sacramento i'm obviously gabe was like my one of my only friends when i moved out there and then i started going to see shows out there and i was like okay these bands are fucking doing pretty good then it's still like Signed to like artisan era, signed to all these like the labels were just like, all right, like eating it up, you know. And I was like, oh shit, and I started like paying more attention. I'm like, these bands are fucking sick. Like, yeah, coming out of that whole Sacramento scene is actually, you know, like I said a thousand times, it's probably one of the most flourishing scenes in all of death metal. Question mark, mm. hashtag. I th definitely think it's one of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hot spot. Hey, you got flub. Yeah, Flub. We got Symbolic. You got you guys. Alter Beast. Yeah. Alter, Alter Beast. Beast. Yeah, yeah. It just became like this. I mean, it was through bands playing, like getting excited and like, you know, practicing a bunch at that studio of whatever Watt and Folsom, that shitty one. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Sacramento <laughs> rehearsal, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love that place though. But um, yeah. it, like all these bands started being competitive and it's it seemed like they all kind of like took it in and started like leveling up, you know, like... <laughs> leveling yeah. up a little bit like uh like it just seemed like this big competitive like uh like sphere of bands and i was like huh right when i moved away i was like oh shit this is actually getting like on a, yeah tuesday nights packed at the yeah. fucking blue lamp or something on the you know? y like everyone you were telling me about that you're just like dude there's all on the y hell yeah the, we played with uh my band transcend the realm played with the odys construct oh yeah yeah 
Did you play drums? Yeah. I did. You used to be heavy? No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> who, who am I thinking of? Maybe our singer? I don't know. Um, no, it wasn't definitely huge. A, definitely a big boy who was playing drums. Maybe it wasn't Transcend the Realm. No, no. I was. I mean, they played bef- with different drummers before me, but they never toured without me. So, gotcha. um, yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, we played a show. I mean, there was a bunch of bands that night. It was like four or five bands. I remember... Uh, imbibed by the quasar also i think maybe that's who i'm thinking of yeah because i think their drummer was kind of a yeah sick he's kind of sick Um, but uh that was a fucking cool show Um, it was fun man you guys i was like introduced to you guys and i'm like uh yeah so i've been a fan of the odious construct since then and uh all your guys' shit is very sick. So yeah, man. How much? Uh, yeah, who 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 like writes for that band? Um, me and Wes, basically, the other guitarist, or the guitarist, I guess. So you write? Do you write guitars for that band too? I do. Okay. So they're, they're on the oh, yeah. on the new the new album, I think I wrote like four songs. Oh shit! Wow, sick. Like nine or ten. Yeah, so you didn't get into that so you've been playing guitar for how long like when did you start playing guitar uh i've been playing guitar since high school but i don't actually i cannot play this stuff i just i can write it okay the idea <laughs> so there's there's a huge like now that we're like in the 2020s you know it's like yeah i'm like that too i write riffs for these guys and they're like fuck you yeah. Dude, you can play it. Fuck you're not the one who has to fucking play it man i know yeah I, like we have to put them together yeah the only time casey's ever done anything like 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 that to me was on the last album we just recorded with uh, all realm he's like i wrote a solo dude i was like cool man and cater's like did you do me a big favor if you recorded the solo and i was like and i just i started learning it i'm like jesus like jeff loomis like what the fuck is going like so insane no, it's Casey, like a, such, Casey such a greatly written solo shit though that he writes, he could, and he can play that solo too. Casey's like a you know downplays I just himself. He's practice the drums. Like I have other things to do. <laughs> so you true. Know? And oh, like Casey's you're all Carrie's like, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, man, you should record your solo. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I gotta record the drums. I don't have like, I can't do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. Joel, make Joel do it, dude. <laughs> I was just saying, you have the ability. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, so Casey, you were saying. <laughs> So you uh you write the most humble awesome. human ever. Yeah. Um so yeah, I wrote like three or four of the new songs off the album. Um yeah, drums, guitars, like all the orchestral synth stuff. Fuck uh yeah. just not the vocals or bass. Because I don't nice. do that shit. Fuck yeah. Um good shit. Yeah. Hopefully that will be ready to be dropped next year. Is it Artisan Era or what, what uh, label is that coming out on? Um, not sure if we're gonna do Artisan again or if we're just gonna DIY it. Just and that's just because the future of Odious Construct is kind of up in the air right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we did drop it via Artisan Era, or if I was, I if we did release it and we didn't want to do anything after that, I don't know if I would want to do that to Malcolm. Mike. yeah yeah you know you know the labels so that kind of sucks yeah <laughs> like i i wouldn't yeah exactly like i don't want to like hey guys here's this sick shit and then sign the contract seven years and then like six months later be like yeah we're not gonna do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want to do that i want to do it to a big label i want to like 
that's like get them back a little bit just be like yeah dude we're fucking i don't know i probably shouldn't say this for now but like, <laughs> just uh, like you know like i, I forget I, the cephalic guy told me he was like uh, i forget what his name was uh the cephalic? old bass player no cephalic oh. uh, cephalic oh. the oh. old bass player he was like we just wanted to sign to the biggest label we could and be like we quit <laughs> like after it comes out <laughs> Just to do it, like, just to be like, fuck you, dude. You guys have been like, I mean, Malcolm's a great guy, and that's a, like a, a, a down home like label of death metal musicians that are fucking part of your clan. You know, you can't like yeah. do it to him, but like yeah. if it's like a money grubbing label that just wants like to fucking or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, not unique, <laughs> but like another, <laughs> another label. Uh, Is like it unique, a... kind of like that though? Are they kind of just like? Uh, no, I mean, I've no, heard those... some, I've heard some stories about. Well, they've you. changed no. hands so many times that, like, it's okay. you know, you're you're maybe. I mean, I've been, I've known all of them for a while, but yeah, there's a lot of bands also too. We can call it the bands a little bit. A lot of bands think they're worth all this shit and they're not making any money, and they're like, and they're like, the bands are like, we are owed all this money. It's like, dude, you sold like six hundred record. Like, we gave you like five grand. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, yeah. Oh, they they owe us all this shit because we did a album. It's like, well, fucking sell it. Having, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like make yourself like a, a commodity to them. Cause it's like, yeah. they're, they're in it for, they're not, yeah. they're making like, they're making maybe like tens or twenties of dollars. So like, I think, I think unique? a point, yeah. Uh, a point just to be made about like genres in general in metal and labels is that a lot of other genres of metal are actually like, supporting tech death like you go to these shows and like tech death doesn't bring out as many people as like deathcore and stuff but because promoters put on those kinds of shows that gives them like more leverage to like book tech death bands and other bands they can like yeah they want to book yeah they want so i like in general i'm like i actually really respect like all these bands that are doing a lot for the scene that we like don't really acknowledge that way but it comes to labels as well like you look at who's actually putting in the work for a label it's probably not their most like tech death band you know so that gives yeah. them the chance to like sign us and do shit with us so mm. yeah totally no i mean it's it's a love of the music is why the label's doing it for it's a tech death band you know it's not like oh i'm in it for the money <laughs> like no. there's not <laughs> I mean, some tech that like the faceless, like obviously it's possible to do really well. Well, yeah, that was like a crossover, yeah, kind of anomaly. But it's so rare, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that that makes sense. You know, that was like a. I'm just saying, it's not like inherent to the genre that it can't do that. I'm just saying, like the circumstances that allow it are super rare. So, totally. Do you think uh, animosity was like that for black market activities? Like that was the big prodigy band for that label at the time. was that Naveen in that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that that like that was like the front runner for that label for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like, remember who was on that besides Animosity <laughs> to be honest. There was there was a few there was a few but I'm saying like yeah, like yeah, Animosity that was the one that was, was starting like their a prize horse. It's like a subsidiary of a bit major label. They're like we're starting the subsidiary. We're going to take this yeah, the the prize horse and be like this is the band we're going to thrust forward with and then be like oh animosity's on this okay we'll sign a b and c now because mm-hmm. animosity's on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. but uh it is not like i mean nowadays i look at record labels as like a chance to get your music to be heard and then you have to go out and hit the road if you want to make money if money's like important to you you have to tour like it's not yeah. going to be like we're going to make it on you're Spotify not going to make money place. off your royalties and shit <laughs> yeah yeah it's just going to be like here's here's your tools here's your little blast now go out and play you know yep. or don't make any money mm-hmm. 
you know yeah yeah so that's it but well if you want to make money you should play electronic music actually yeah yeah <laughs> or reggae or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. royalties from like playlists that's like how a lot of artists make money now they get enough streams by being on the playlists that everyone well, listens to like normies I have friends that have like songs and you know like soundtracks and all kinds of things in LA and stuff and oh yeah kinds of crazy little like like my friend had his music on the 16 and pregnant or whatever weird shit on <laughs> really? some show on MTVS and then also oh, yeah. uh which was a, a, one cool one though was that it was a Whitney Houston countdown or something and Whoa. it was like his music was like in between the songs or something like that well, the best of son Aurelius was on how do you 40, even get how do you housewives of Atlanta <laughs> How do you there's, do that? There's sites you, online. So what he said, I, don't, I can't remember what like the whole process, but in, in in a nutshell, there are sites online where you can like upload your music and like people can buy it and and like oh like know. um licensing or, stuff yeah yeah okay and he gets like dude he gets royalty checks like actually yeah yeah you know I yeah. wanted to there was one site that I wanted to I forget what it's called I have to look it up but they like I looked up four of them. And none of them were accepting new, new mm. artists or anything. Because like mm. I try, I was trying to get into like the kind of like ambient piano kind of shit mm. that people like use for podcasts on like true crime podcasts. Like you'll hear that kind of stuff in the background. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like ominous. Yeah, just like kind of that shit. But yeah, no one. I don't know how. To there was a. Dude, there was a, maybe was you can uh, just do the background ours, dude. I'd be down. Just dude, how like, how rich is the person? Who, how rich is the person who wrote the X Files theme? Dude, you probably got like dude, 1. It, and that's the you reason why to, is oh, I would hope so. Well, I just learned today that well, I don't know if it's true, but that you got mail guy was that that dude didn't get any money from that. I'd be so mad. Hey, what what guy? Is Are you talking about the the the, AOL the voice guy? of the you got mail? That guy signed a contract. He's like, do you want to be the that's, voice? No, so, dude. I, I think he like I I and this is just me being like I heard. So but I, I think his wife, <laughs> his wife. <laughs> I know it's so <laughs> random because I heard this today. It worked for AOL. Honestly, just, like, how much does he deserve though? Like, he just yeah, did yeah, that yeah. once. I know. I know. Second <laughs> of work. <laughs> he he deserves like twenty three grand. <laughs> that's like a solid i mean we all get it now like but, but i mean there's saying, bands... my, my thing was to bring up that they're cutthroat like they'll well yeah, it's in the contract they're like do you want it that's like what, what casey this the, the dude thing. he can what fully capitalize can on that himself contract. what if we can just nab it before a contract i mean son of aurelius like i said was on real housewives of atlanta and they probably got like nine bucks <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't you be four words though yeah you got mail yeah you didn't even he didn't say now. What what the fuck is son of Aurelius doing on that? Or is it, or is it like, you got mail? Oh no, I'm wrong. If not, they licensed it. They got a license from, deal. And they from go, under the Western Sun or the first one. No, from the first album. So what was it, it was, like a fight scene between rich bitches? Also, and... Yeah, yeah. It was a fight scene. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's fucking hilarious. One of the funniest fucking clips I've ever seen. Like uh Carrie showed it to me and I was like, what I was crying. It's like Girls are punching each other, and it's a son of Rayleigh song in the background. <laughs> it's fucking like I mean, they got I mean, they'll probably you know, they they give you hype, like, oh dude, it'll put you on the map. That was the good like, fight, you know, hookup right there, right? Wasn't good fight who who did that record label? Wasn't guy that was good that's fight. black market. No, no, that was good fight was uh, uh Carl Severson. That's uh Nora. Yeah, from Nora. Okay. Yeah. But that was who did the son of Aurelius debut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, 
Probably the most weeds episode ever. Hey, Amen. fuck it, dude. If KCB's not uh, down, Wait. then we're down, dude. What's up with the ritual aura? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That um, that group's sick, dude. So sick. So we signed to a label. I'm not gonna say who, and then that's gonna come out next year at some point. But the album's done. Uh we're just gonna work on content for the next seven eight months or something <clears throat> what is yeah. that band are they you guys are intercontinental or whatever transcontinental are they uh, from like australia so Le- or something yeah levi is the main guy um he's from perth i think mm, okay um and then we have bassist uh simon but it's spelled like s-z-y-m-o-n or something like that uh, I think he's like from like Switzerland or some shit, like some weird, com- weird country over there. And then mm-hmm. we have Ryan Cho. He's here in the states. I think he's in Tennessee. He plays uh, violin and stuff. And then, um, Diaro. I forget his last name. Is he's uh, in Plaguebringer? They're from Canada. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of Plaguebringer, but he is a monster vocalist. Like disgusting. Yeah. Scary. So he's been there since the beginning. No, they. I think they've actually had a few vocalists. Um, so this will be Diarro's first album. Okay, and then because they've had previous disgusting vocals too. It's very, very more gutturally kind of stuff. Okay, Um, I think Diarro is probably easily easily the most versatile vocalist that they've had so far. I guess we've had some had so far, but um, and then. Uh, what band is he in? The to- Tomaron? Yeah, Tom- yeah, yeah. Tomaron or whatever. Yeah, I know who you're um, talking about. Um, and I'll look up. Anyways, so yeah. So how uh, so how did you hook up with these guys? Um, Levi actually hit me up to uh do drums for Velothi um which was their last album but I think it was more of like a hey like help me write it so it doesn't sound so um programmed I guess mm-hmm. which I think in the end kind of it still kind of sounded a little programmed but yeah and then after the after we released that apparently it did really well um i didn't really look at any of like the analytics or anything like that but he asked me to join um be the full-time drummer so this is the first album that will have real drums on it okay nice. yeah <clears throat> so pretty excited about this one this one so all their all of their uh all of their stuff has been video game oriented except for I'm having so many brain parts right now. Um, not this Velothi, but the one before that had like mm-hmm. the jar with the, the monster coming out. Yeah. Um, that was like different Japanese uh, folklore stories, I think. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that makes um, sense. I know about their interests. So, yeah. One of, wasn't one of their guys living in Japan for a while? Either. Um, yeah. Yes. And I don't remember his name. 
There, I saw a cover of Blackwater Park too. Oh yeah, they did. They did the special, the Blackwater Park special edition thing. Um, or I don't even know if that was a special edition thing. You're talking about Brandon. Yes, Echo Vela. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, the Black Blackwater Park ritual or a Blackwater Park. I don't. I think that was just a cover thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I wasn't part of that one though. It's so, a, oh, I guess I guess this was a this was on Taylor, maybe one of the albums. Uh, Taylor, Taylor anniversary Redux album, yeah, yeah, cool. I didn't know that. I'm trying to remember which album which album I listened to. So there's a there's the very tech deathy one. Um, Leniakia or whatever. Yeah, Leniakia, Leniakia, Leniakia. Uh, so that's the very tech death, like the tappy, almost kind of rings of Saturn esque. And then Ritual or Taver, um, that album is very progressive, um, more melodic. And then Velothi is. Velothi is the one that I was listening to. Yeah. So Velothi is, uh, is uh, Elden Ring. Not Elden Ring, I'm sorry. Um, Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. Um, kind of. Uh, concept album and then this I'm just going to say it because I don't think there's that many people listening anyways but um, this next album is going to be um, World of Warcraft uh, oh, okay Wrath of the Lich King stuff sick yeah that was pretty exciting so when you said it's all video game it it's influenced by different video games yeah like concept concept wise yeah uh -huh. that's pretty cool hey. yeah Levi is very uh very smart with that kind of stuff he's actually like writes books and shit and um does like uh all the music like i, I think it's maybe like he's gonna try and turn it into audiobooks um and he's like writing the music and stuff for the audiobooks so it's like like an audio experience without pictures and shit right right but um yeah he's he's a he's very very smart guy what would you like, call that because i i have a um I have an album from Alan Moore, who was a dude who wrote a bunch of uh, comic books for DC. Like he did the Watchmen, he did Swamp Thing, he did a bunch of other, because uh, obviously all those comic books aren't written by the same guy. So at one point he was the writer for certain comic books in DC, but the Watchmen is like the main thing. But he collaborated with uh, these two dudes that I know from like the experimental hip hop underground and they did the score to him reading his story. And it was like, it, I, it's not movie because there isn't visuals, but it right. is this like somewhat it's, I mean, not even cinematic. I'm trying to find the words to be like, to ex explain what it would be like to have that similar experience of watching a movie, watching a movie blind exactly <laughs> i don't know, it, know what it, it would really be, but... is but it actually it works like yeah. to hear this man's read his words mm -hmm. to uh um intricately uh created score over to to work with the emotions and the things mm -hmm. that are happening like i i i enjoy that experience almost just as much as watching a movie yeah 
Yeah, he's he's shown me some stuff too, and it's just like, damn, dude, like, I don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin. First of all, like the the writing, like, like him writing the words and like as articulate as he does, just kind of blows my mind. Like, I I feel like I have a shit vocabulary, but when he's like writing shit on paper, it's just like, fuck, dude, like, it's like. Well, when you when you're reading a book, it it it's up to you and your imagination to bring the pictures to life, you know, right. inside your head. So, right. it almost it makes it easier for us to paint the picture inside our head when we're listening to it versus reading it. Plus, you have a score to it, so it, mm-hmm. it, the only missing element is the visuals, and then the visuals are what you end up conjuring up in your own brain. Yeah, you know? because of the words and the music and shit. And they may be more vivid and 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 detailed because you have this this thing that's propping you up. A guy who is is um, delivering it to you in a way that not, not only since he's the the author of it he knows exactly how he wants things to be delivered yeah but you have the 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 score too so it's like you can you're putting a movie into your brain <laughs> with no tv yep. you you're, you know that's very and, sick <clears throat> And the movie may be different each time because you can't conjure up the same exact visuals that you're 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 conjuring in your head at that moment. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this experience that you is different every time you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, monologue. Um, I was gonna, damn dude, I just know big things are coming soon, and it's that time of the episode where. I'm going to allude to them. That's all I'm going to say, though. Huge things coming so soon. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, Yeah, put this guy on the fucking map already. Oh, me? Is that what you're talking about? Me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. In time. In time. I'll be able to spill beans. Hell yeah. That's good, dude. It's fun to have those little secrets, you know? Yeah, but I want to tell everyone. You, I know. Earned, well, that, you, I'm so fucking excited about well, it. Well, Casey, I mean, like, you've earned everything you've, you're getting right now because I've literally heard, like, all the posts that are about you are just so positive and, like, that's fucking rad, blah, blah. He's, you know, like, great drummer, like, easy to tour with, all the things. And, like, yeah. So, I, I you know, I might have an idea what's going on, but you deserve all of it, is all I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. So man. keep fucking listening to EDM and then jump into 290. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, I've heard nothing but good things, man. I mean, we've we've maybe shook hands once in Sacramento one time, but like mm-hmm. everyone, like if Gabe's vouching for you, Gabe, I'm still trying to find someone to like talk shit about him. Like, I want to find someone to be like, fuck that guy, piece <laughs> of shit. Like, that's like my goal in life. Because uh, talk to my he's... girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not I mean a, a male. I'm sorry, male. But uh, <laughs> but no, um, no, he he puts you right up in the in the same class, and and man. Fuck the shit I've heard today. Just doing like the research we do before podcasts and stuff. It it backs itself up. Gabe's like you got it. You live with Gabe right now, right? No, it's when roommates. It's just the uh, the rehearsal space that we. Oh, share. he said my roommate. What a fucking liar. Yeah. Okay, there's one trick. <laughs> All right, but uh, no, no man. It's it's awesome to see you come out of that scene that I was like a little part of for a little while and and see it like come up to be something cool with like you know all the bands coming out of there and it's. And I know, uh, like, I mean, Gabe's in like every band now. So, like, yeah, 
he's in cannibal corpse now i heard he's like in suffocation and at the same time he he does like multiple tours at once like he's like a hologram that like omnipresent yeah yeah he's got this new technology no one's found out about yet but uh he was no man he was at the sax show and and uh cafe colonial the venue you can like go right up to the side of the stage at any time and watch the drummer and like gabe came up to me during the set and i was just like fuck no gabe's watching now like because i was like so beat that night but i'm like fuck i guess i have to play good or whatever and uh gabe but he was back, super sound, the sound actually wasn't that bad either so yeah and uh it was super cool and i got to ask him all about the fucking decrepit tour and all that shit and just hang out it was rad he's the number one like kind of like you know like well-known uh drummer that i would or something. I would love to train wreck in front of him only. If that if I had a choice, like he would be like, "Oh, I get it, man. It's all good." You know, he he's like the nicest guy ever. So I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to be like the you know the the fucking most elitist motherfuckers like going like on the side of the stage." That's Actually, I did have a cymbal stand fall over while in between songs, and I just looked over at him like, "Fucking, this Bro. is fine," or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was no, he's, he's we had a moment. Him. He we he's shared just, a moment. He just pointed and laughed at you. He's all, Damn. He's all me, fucked up ever. Joel, you gave me a stoner idea when you said the uh hologram thing. Like, what if oh, uh, God. you know how the band <laughs> that is all robots, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they so, have a hologram Tupac. So what I know, but I'm saying, what if you set up like 30 robots throughout the United States uh, for each member of your band, and then you play from your rehearsal studio and you just did one like you did 30 shows in one night dude how i mean from what i'm seeing from what i'm seeing like with the what's coming along with the the what do you call it's not vr but the ar shit like they're it's gonna i mean maybe when we're old men that's it's gonna be a thing where you could all be in the same place at the same time you're all like the it's like reading all your body movements and you're like all in the same place at the same time but you're not it's gonna be like for how far it's coming so quickly um, you wear a suit that, like, if you hug somebody, yeah. you could feel the hug. Yeah, you know, they're already working on gloves that do it. That like True. you can like hold a ball and you feel the ball. You know, yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do in VR. Is I hold balls. <laughs> 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 but uh, but uh, no, they're like making it so like it, it gives pressure, so you feel like an object. Like and right. that changes on the object in your gloves. But like it's gonna be when we're yeah like, when we're old people dude we're gonna be seeing some crazy shit dude no it's gonna be fucking insane dude i'm excited anyways now that we lost all the i'm viewers, excited about it too dude yeah yeah i'm excited to get old but i'm excited to see what the fuck is going on maybe right. it'll keep us alive we'll just keep in the suit we'll be like we'll be like dead in the suit like well, i just think of like, like <laughs> i think of like showing my grandpa how to use an iphone it's like what is my Nightmare. version of that what is yeah, my yeah. version of that when my grandkids yeah. come up with their crazy shit how, what am I gonna have to learn at yep. eighty? You know? I can't even think of what it would be. <laughs> at 80. Yep. Yeah, it's like clipping your toenails in an AR suit. You know, it's gonna be like something crazy. Coming like out that. like faster and, faster and faster. I know, I know. It's getting out there. Nutty. But fuck yeah, Casey! Thank it's you for exciting, fucking coming dude. and hanging out and fucking. Yeah, Thanks for asking me. And uh, having the uh, the bombardment of uh, like seventy two people that jumped in, That's but. Fun. Uh, Oh, uh, actually, it was fucking rad. It's like a tour Poor prank. No, it's, like a, fun, yeah. it's fucking hilarious, actually. They were a little too mild mannered, honestly. I thought they'd be a little more rowdy. rowdy. But, you know, getting yeah. called out. Once they're gonna start popping up again in the bottom, like <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting. Macy was kind of a little uh, mild. 
Kyle oh, so said, basically, Kyle basically said, beat up everyone. Kyle yeah. said his goal was to bully you so much that you left your own podcast. He <laughs> said he, one thing and then just didn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> he he didn't he didn't fucking make meet his own goal whatsoever at all. He, he, he thought that do you ever shut up thing was gonna that was it. Then, that he so came yeah. on with that, it was weak and he didn't follow up and, <laughs> it oh, was weak. Yeah. Was weak. Damn. <laughs> Kyle. You guys are yeah. freshly off tour, so bombs could be dropped because it's like yeah. it's just a bomb right. dropping situation. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. But that shit was also, so fun, dude. Go back well, to I can't Aaron. wait to I, I, I can't Aaron wait to go. I'll go. Sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Aaron Hetzko, just to make sure that he's his name gets out there. He made me question my sexual orientation every night. Damn, <laughs> is that hot? He's very sick, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, is it? it was... Chris, Chris D says he could fall he falls in love with men, but he dates women. Yes. <laughs> Meaning like you fall you, you don't you can't have a sexual relationship with men, but I've I've definitely fallen in love with my friend. These guys right yeah, I, yeah. I'm in love with these guys right here. I'm That's a loose term. It's a loose term. <laughs> But, I mean, there's like, yeah. I'll oh, never kiss you. Right. I'll never kiss you. But I'll I... kiss you. Case you better. <laughs> right, bitch. Try ready to dip out real quick. It's like, no. <laughs> oh, Casey's like, Casey's like, dude, I'll fucking. I'm just kidding. But, uh, like, uh... no, it's, uh, yeah. Anyways, no, I love my friends. I love my, you know, it's like your fucking family, you know. It's the same yeah, thing. Right it's on. family love. You know, it's yeah. different than like, like fucking love, intercourse love. But uh, yeah, I'm comfortable. I just Speaking made Joel of... by saying that falling in love with a man, he's like, Oh, dude, where are we going? Dude, I wish, yeah, yeah, wish... you keep, yeah, that's what you keep, hi- you oh, keep shit. hiding. No, I literally hit my enter button when I went to my mouse right there. But I wish, yeah. I wish men were cute, dude, that'd be sick, anyways. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be fucking red, dude. Your bros are hot, I don't know, anyways. <laughs> That's like the fucking ultimate thing that could happen. But uh, anyways, so uh, now that I've That's what made Casey like. make that face, both Casey's. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. Thank you yeah, dude. This was cool. Appreciate it. Another fun yeah. fucking podcast, dude. We're creeping up on 100, guys. It's six episodes away. Too many. Dude. It's getting there. Trips. If you guys ever want me on again, man, just hit me up. I'm down. Oh, Definitely, yeah. dude. Fuck yeah. Totally, dude. Definitely. <clears throat> I'm gonna go to bed because I gotta work at four. So. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, let's get dude. rid of this. <laughs> All right, are we? Are we? Right, we, we gotta get out of here. We gotta Who's rating, out. dude? Are we get, we gotta raid somebody. We have right? six oh. people. We only have six people. I'm gonna raid Joel G. He's got two. Oh yeah, let's raid Joel. I want to go see him. Yeah, there we go. But anyways, uh, With Joel Seven G's shit. is on. Let's do it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's on. Good fuck. There's too many fucking things to click, dude. We still not know how to do it. Well, dude, have you navigated Twitch? Like, believe me. If like, we started your Facebook password is nothing. Because we're starting right when we say it. It's that's it. No, I, I can't. It won't let me. I'm already it's, lost. My account is lost in the in the Nether's. No, my is he actually money. still in the RV though? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's living no, like no. he is, dude. He's, he looks uh, like he's still in the RV. That's just his new bedroom, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it looks all so right. good. Uh, real quick. Are we uh, waiting for Joel to raid? Or oh, wait. No, no, it's all I good. Wanna, I want to make sure. Are oh. you, it's all good? Okay. So, battleforgecoffee.com. Please go uh, purchase from them. Love you guys. Like, Sorry. I just did. I sent everyone. All right. Oh, go. Okay. Yeah, dude. Good coffee. Good homies. Represent. Uh, Cal, you got two shirts left. XL and a small. 
I'm I'm getting the XL. Oh, okay. You just got a small. That's it. Casey's. Uh, we have one small Casey, left. KCB requested the extra large, so just a small. And then we'll. I I promise we'll be getting into uh, new merch very soon. But keep an eye on uh, us and CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com. I know it doesn't say it on the video, but I just said it, so I know you heard it. It did already. Um, Casey already knows. And uh, I'm glad that uh, shredding the virus was. Uh, an overall positive experience for you guys with all the trials and tribulations that always happen in these underground tours. Very I'm glad fun. that you guys came out with a. Oh, and Casey shared his kit every night and I got to play on it. And oh, he was yeah. just like the ultimate, like we all three drummers shared a fucking kit and he was like, so pro about always having it ready. And, uh, it was fucking so easy dude. easiest tour as a drummer I've ever done. So nice. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, man. I was like, yeah. fuck, I don't, I want, I hope the, I wanted to make sure everyone was comfortable with everything and you yeah. guys felt like you were able to move shit around as necessary. It's all love, dude. And that's what it's yeah. all about. You guys it are was, all yeah. out there to support each other. You guys are your, you guys are the infrastructure, infrastructure. <laughs> Is that even infiltrators? Infa. Infrastructure. Infa. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. KCB. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what you guys are holding everybody up together everybody's holding everybody up together on a small tour package doing the underground fucking diy shit dude and i'm proud of you guys for getting through that shit dude like and and to come out with fresh with good stories and and knowing that you guys had as much fun as you had dude i'm that's the best you can hope for in that situation so rock on dudes. you guys make me yeah you guys make me wish i was there to be a part of the shenanigans even even in a hot rv like traveling with your homies in an rv doing death metal shows and taking the time to do your shit on the off days hitting some good food spots that's what it's all about dude it's not about getting the guarantees i mean yes it is about being on stage in the end but filling in all that other time with good shit dude and that i love hearing that dude so all right love you guys we'll see you next week thursday as always have a great weekend rock on peace thanks again guys take care